0: Gee, Steve, what are we gonna do tonight? Same thing we do every podcast. Tell them how we seize it.
1: Here we go, it's How We Seize It, episode 135. This week we're back with the mcu and we're taking on ant-man and the wasp uh this was the 20th release of the mcu I, I, i i don't know i was shocked too i was like man really 20 that's crazy but we're getting right down to the end of it i mean there's only i think four more after this one movie wise uh until we i mean that fourth one will be uh uh in game so now from
0: a, from a release standpoint uh, Infinity War was released before this movie but from a timeline yes. standpoint I think they they consider this since it started before Infinity Wars to yeah. be the first movie but but it, if that's the case it, it kind of gives a spoiler at the end of the movie It uh, does uh, right.
1: and and yeah. uh, And and since we've all seen it, and I'm hoping uh, everybody listening to this has seen it, and they're not waiting for us to talk about something before they go see it, uh, that uh, I don't think it's that big a deal. And it is only one of the N.C. I think it's the mid credit is uh, the the one. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, it uh, chronologically it is before uh, Infinity War, um, but release date it was actually after. And this is so interesting fact too. uh, Ant Man uh, movies were both after Avenger movies. Uh, This was released after Infinity War, and the first Ant-Man was released was after um, Age of Ultron.
0: And I I, uh... I think that was a smart call because both of those Avenger movies were very heavy movies, whereas Ant-Man, in both cases just the opposite very lightweight and uh you know people were i mean kind he's of, a
1: tiny little guy yeah of course it's going to be lightweight
0: yeah <laughs> well, i mean people kind of needed needed something a little bit more lightweight less more humor based uh rather than the, the heavy-weighted avengers movies
1: <laughs> well i mean with paul rudd you're gonna have a comedy based movie i mean i don't know if you could get him to do a serious movie like i don't think it would work yeah uh, it, I mean, it might. I mean, we got we got Adam Sandler doing some he's, serious movies, I so mean, it might work. But he's kind of I mean,
0: like kind of Ryan Reynolds. He's kind of got typecast into kind of the way he does his shtick. True. Um, although I like, I think I like uh, uh, him better than Ryan. Reynolds. Paul Rudd. Yeah, yeah. I'm a Paul Rudd fan. Ryan
2: Reynolds.
1: Ryan. I, I love him, and he does great at Deadpool. But it, it is what it is. Go ahead, Nina. Sorry <laughs> to cut you off. I was going to say
2: we we noticed that uh, Paul Rudd was credited as one of the writers on this. Yes.
1: Oh. And yes. And we
2: said. I wonder if that's because he did like a lot of uh improv on the fly he,
1: he did there was <laughs> yeah. some and I, I heard about that too yeah uh before we get too far into this uh i want to introduce us all i am one of your main hosts i'm noah and with me as always my main man steve say hi steve
0: hail caesars everyone good to be here thank you for having me
1: <laughs> yep and back with us uh and and from the same location this time we have uh-huh. our, our our mcu correspondents uh we got Bo <laughs> and nina hey guys how are you? Do do the thing, Bo.
3: Do your thing. Oh yeah, download, rate, and review. <laughs> Sorry, technical difficulties. It was uh, distracting me from the whole thing.
2: It's all good.
1: <laughs> uh, yeah, so that's uh, it's kind of funny. I mean, you guys are brother and sister, and you just happen to be uh, in the same location this time, uh, which is kind of cool. Uh, uh, back back in the day when we first started this, me and Steve did these in the same room too. It was, it's kind of fun. It's you talk over each other a little less. I know that I know that much, which is kind of nice, yeah. but. <laughs> I think we do okay.
0: Yeah, Discord always makes it a little bit trickier when you're dealing with uh, audio delays and, and drop out yeah. occasional, but we
1: do. We all. are not the best at it, but we are not the worst by far. <laughs> I, I've listened to some other ones that are so much worse than we are, so it's okay. I don't listen to them a lot. I, I kind of get out of it really quick sometimes. Um, here on uh how We sees it one of the things we like to do is we pair a cocktail or drink to whatever we're watching and that's no different this week uh uh we're gonna get it right into this i'm gonna go first this time because i've already started drinking mine and i want to continue <laughs> drinking it uh and I don't, I don't want anybody to steal my my idea not that i think you guys are but i went with uh, i i made my own this time um i kind of modified a drink um from a it's called a salem witch cocktail uh and i'm gonna i'm calling this the baba yaga Right. Nice. I, I, I had to go with the Baba Yaga because that is one of my that's f- awesome. I, I just I love that line. I love that character. Uh, Kurt is one of he cracks me up all the time in this whole thing. So uh, I wanted to do this. And then during that same, you know, kind of scene where these guys are talking, it, uh, they have the pastries, right? He brings out the, uh, the Edmonds oh, raspberry yeah, yeah. yeah. pastry. <laughs>
2: raspberry roll. Yep.
1: So I tried to find that so hard that I looked everywhere in Santa Rosa and they do not have uh, the Edmonds raspberry pastry anywhere. Donuts. All over, but none of the raspberry pastry. So, I ended up getting another fancy pastry, uh, and you can see in my picture I got that one from Target. But I I just (laughs) I had to have something with it. But I wanted to go something something uh, witch themed, and then throwing some raspberry in it. So, (laughs) I I modified the Salem witch, and uh, I ended up coming up with one and a half ounces of a raspberry vodka, one and a half ounces of a raspberry rum. And oh then, well. uh, and then it has one and a half ounces of a uh, Midori. Oh, uh, okay. Then uh, you throw in two ounces of a sweet and sour mix, and then this is where I kind of changed it up. I ended up getting a uh, Rock Star, and it's the blue Raz flavor. Right, so you just top it off with that, and I was like, "So oh, that's that, that's a lot of raspberry. It's it is sweet. It is uh, it's a, a sugar free one, so it still stays kind of in my keto." Uh, <laughs> but it is a very sweet drink. Uh, it came out really good. Uh, this was also supposed to have originally a raspberry, uh, schnapps in it, but, uh, I screwed up when I bought it at the store. Cause I read it. I looked at it I went, okay. And then I looked at some other stuff and I went and grabbed the bottle and I grabbed the one right next to it, which happened to be uh, hot damn and not raspberry. Oh, come on. On the car. You should have done it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> right so uh so i had to leave that one out but this is this is what i'm calling my baba yaga and uh with that is my my uh, fancy raspberry pastry next to it in in the picture nice. you don't uh, have any Chambord laying around no i don't uh that's steve i, I think steve has that i got, I got I some of that
0: yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> although i appreciate oh, okay. your pronunciation because i don't know if i got it right when i said it last time yeah <laughs> i
1: would have called it something totally different but uh very tasty it kind of reminds me of a mandori sour it's very nice. close to a mandori sour with just a little, little hit. It's not actually man. a little sweeter. So <laughs> not,
3: or or not maybe a Midori sour. Yeah, I Midori mean, sour, you know, mandori not Mandori. Sour. <laughs> mandori.
0: <laughs> mindori. <laughs> that <laughs> green sour. There's no N, Madori. Madori. Sure. Okay, there we go. <laughs> All right. I'm gonna I'm gonna go after you just since uh, you you drew from from Kurt. Uh, or was it? Yeah, you drew from Kurt. Yeah. I I drew from uh, Luis, who who went off on one of his tangent stories when he got uh, given the truth serum to ask where Scott Lang was. It's not
1: truth serum. Yeah. It's not truth serum. <laughs> it's true. Truth serum.
0: We learned in the end it actually was. Yeah. Um, so. Um, he goes off on one of his stories and right in the middle of it, when someone mentions a jukebox, he talks about his uh, his bolita had a jukebox and it, it only played Morrissey. Uh, and and <laughs> not only am I a Dave Matthews band uh, obsessive fan, uh, I also, you know, from age about 15 up, uh, you know, till now was an, was an obsessive, have been an obsessive Smiths slash Morrison fan coming together,
3: Steve, a lot huh? coming together.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: so, so uh, I've seen him many times in concert. And so I got kind of excited about this and it, it's true. Uh, when, how, when, uh, how, go ahead. How many times did he cancel? Not in, none of the shows that I went to. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, but, um, it, it, one of the things Luis says is Chicanos they, they call him Maz, but he has a, he has a big following. What can he say? We relate to his melancholy ballads, um, <laughs> I, I, which I think is hilarious. And I remember all the, the big the, the big following in mexico and and uh, for Morrissey but anyway, I got excited about that. They even call out all sorts of songs with the, when they zoom in on the jukebox but But I found a cocktail called a melancholy um, Oh wait, I have it here. Melancholy Mar- Martini. So I called it uh, Maz's uh, Melancholy Martini because that's that's what nice. that's what they call him, yeah. Maz. Nice. Um, and uh, it's one ounce vodka, one ounce green melon liqueur, which I had Midori, So we're in sync there. Sorry, Mandori, <laughs> Mandori. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> half ounce. Yes, tr- that's for the Mandalorian <laughs> podcast when you do the. next, <laughs> the next That's season. right. There you go. You can make
3: a Mandori sour. <laughs>
0: I had. Uh, I like uh, it. Half ounce of uh, triple sec, I had some Cointreau. Um, half ounce of coconut rum liqueur. I didn't have any coconut, but I had some, some rum. I just went straight with straight rum. Picked up some pineapple juice, an ounce of pineapple juice, quarter ounce of lime juice, threw that in. Uh, three quarters ounce of cream, which I actually went with an Irish cream, so I actually spiked it a little bit more because I didn't have any cream. Um, nice. And it's, you know, shake it up on ice is what I did and poured it in. It's really nice and refreshing. It called for mint um mint oh. as far as its garnish but i didn't do that instead i uh, <laughs> i drew from scott lang's uh, book of of words that have the the word ant in it and i put a giant cantaloupe because uh, both giant and cantaloupe have the word ant in it so kind of like his whole oh, quip wow. on antonio banderas and so when you if you post the picture you'll just see the giant slice of cantaloupe resting on top of it as my garnish anyway tasty drink um it's gotten a little sweeter oh, as a great it sat looking glass too uh yeah nice so cheers <laughs> cheers
1: that's really awesome one of the lines i really liked when he was talking about the jukebox and he and was going on and saying is like yeah when you put the quarter in you got to listen to the whole song that was so funny <laughs> yep yep
2: yeah,
0: I was a little disappointed right, but- we only got one story out of him. I think in the last in the yeah. first movie we got two and I was I was hoping we might get another one in the in the they're so good
1: though. They are, so good, though. And, they, they are yeah. so good. I love when uh, it's the other actors, you know, mouthing the words and and walking yeah. yeah. And it, and but it's, his voice. It's, uh, it's so funny. Yeah. It's so good. Uh someone said that they need to see that him do a, a tire, an entire recap of the whole MCU. <laughs>
2: Supposedly like- he did that for Comic-Con.
0: Oh jeez! Right before
2: Endgame came out. There you and go. Yeah, that's that's great. I don't know. I don't know why it's not an extra in something.
1: Or <laughs> uh, yeah, it, we need to find that. On but on that. On YouTube, yeah. but yeah. yeah, that's good. All right, guys, uh, up to you, Bo or Nina. All right,
3: so we went with the same drink. Um, Steve and no, I think you guys know this, but um, <laughs> our our mom passed away last Thursday. Yeah. And sorry. her favorite drink, or the only drink I ever saw her drink was a whiskey sour if yeah. it wasn't cold duck at the holidays. So <laughs> we went with whiskey sours to honor our mom.
1: We not honor today. So nice. cheers, Cheers, guys. yeah. Cool. That's awesome. And and you know what? That's an incredible drink. I that it is one of my favorites. Uh, I love doing variations on it too. It, it it's such a, a good base to start with and, and yeah I could drink those all day too, so
0: uh, and and you went with the egg, which I don't think no would have been uh adding that but I, I i noticed you hold it up earlier, so uh yeah, yeah, yeah sure. exactly. I appreciate that
1: so I also I, went with sorry, go ahead, I was just gonna say i I don't go with the egg, but I did find a an alternative <laughs> uh non egg foam creator uh, okay. that, that I could put in it, so I'd get the the foam I just yeah. <laughs> the vegans, right. Yeah, well, I'm sorry, I'm I'm a Rocky fan, but I'm not that big of a Rocky fan that I want to get any raw egg. So (laughs) uh, you put in your description
0: one mfing egg white. Is that
1: yes? Is that nice?
0: (laughs) Nice.
3: (laughs) Awesome. Uh, And then I also did in uh, honor San Francisco like I do. I always do a beer with mine as well, and I went with a Twenty First Amendment. It's a brew free. They do one called Brew Free or Die, PA. Yeah, and I went with a Brew Free or Die hazy ipa gotcha so yeah it's it's
1: i haven't had it yet i I got a single and i'm gonna try it out i so i found two beers uh just local that i i almost went with and and uh i couldn't get them single and i didn't want to buy a whole four pack uh just because i'm not drinking a lot of beer right now but (laughs) i and the other one is like i i probably wouldn't have drank more than one ever anyways but it was a raspberry pastry uh stout oh from Third Street, and I was like, "Oh damn, that would be so perfect." Uh, and then uh, the other one was actually called uh, the Yaga. Uh, oh, from uh, Cooperage, I believe it was. Okay. Uh, and I was like, "Oh I've man, seen I have seen that." And I was like, "Damn!" But they only had it Safeway, and Safeway doesn't do singles either. Exactly. Uh, and it looked good because it was like a it was a double uh, haze. Uh, so I was like, "Oh man, that'd be perfect." But I'm, i at this point, I'm just. I'm selectively buying my beers, and if I could, if I could have got it a single, I would have done it. Um, yeah. So especially that pastry style, because I was just like I, the the raspberry pastry was was definitely a, a thing I was going for this week, yeah. uh, and it was on my mind. And uh, I'm not supposed to eat them, but uh, you know, Alyssa said, "Oh, you found a way to get around that one, didn't you?" And I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> I bought it for the podcast. Come on, right, right. <laughs> The
3: things Uh, we do. (laughs) So I want to do one quick shout out before we get going, if that's okay. Yeah, for sure, for sure. (sighs) I met uh, one, if not our only, subscriber. (laughs) Um, uh,
2: There's a couple subscribers that are friends of mine, but this is one of them,
3: yep. His name is? Dan. Dan, and I forgot his last name already, Uh, but he's Nina's backdoor neighbor. He came over and uh, lubed me up with a couple of bourbons. He's a little bit of a bourbon (laughs) collector, so uh, (laughs) got a little early start. So there, uh,
2: Yeah, he, he and Bo started talking bourbon. He's like, I'll be right back. And he came back with like a shopping bag with like five different bourbons. Oh, nice. And glasses. Also, and, oh,
3: it's oh, a little porous, but it's still five different bourbons. Hey, uh, that's did, awesome. Did, did
0: you record your conversation? Because I'm sure we could post it as a, you know, episode <laughs> oh, 136. Yeah, yeah. Our, our first Patreon. <laughs> Bo meets, meets the neighbor. and <laughs> <laughs> Meets the fan. He's, oh, that's I'll awesome. I'll
2: tell you this. He's a, he's a great neighbor. Um, he's, he's one, we had our power go out during the pandemic during the first summer of the pandemic Yeah. and he ran extension cords from his generator to our house and to our neighbor's house. So we could, so we wouldn't lose the food in our freezers.
1: That's awesome. So, That's awesome. Yeah, can't, can't ask for more than I'm that. I'm like,
2: it's it's so funny. Like I'm like, when the zombie apocalypse comes, we are fine. He will be a yeah. man. He, sure. He's
1: got to be a good guy. I mean, he 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 shares his generator and he listens to how he sees it. I mean, what more could you want from a person? <laughs> he checks all the boxes.
2: He, I'll tell you this. He really likes it. He's he like when he goes on his family lives out in Pittsburgh, uh-huh. which is like a five six hour drive, and he's like every time he goes, he downloads a bunch of episodes and listens.
1: Nice. On the drive
2: and um. Yeah, he's super great guy. So. Good guy, yeah. For, shout, for, for out, shout out to Dan.
1: <laughs> That's cool. I, I love to hear that. Like, you know, every once in a while, I'll find out uh, uh, one of the people that I do martial arts with, uh, she'll actually text me every once in a while, like, with a question from the middle of an episode. <laughs> and I'm like, oh. And so, it, you know, I, I'm like, I'm super happy to hear that. Jennifer, so when you listen to this, uh, you know, I, it, I love to hear it from you. So uh, it's nice to know that somebody's listening uh, besides us just talking to us and uh, my wife in the other room while we do it. But she only gets my part of it. And she says I talk enough for all of us, so yeah. you know, it is what it is. You are
0: our host. <laughs> you know, you're the you're the you're the head. That's, that's true. That's true. You're you're, le- you're steering this ship. So,
1: so literally <laughs> when I opened up that rock star it, and she went, oh, you're gonna be talkative tonight. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was pretty funny. All right, well let's get into this. Uh, so Ant-Man and the Wasp. This is a sequel to the Ant-Man movie. Uh, Paul Rudd uh, back as Scott Lang as uh, the Ant-Man, which was. Uh, an actual character from the MCU. He's not the original Ant-Man, but he is a uh, Ant-Man from the comics, which I think is cool. Uh, Ev- Evangeline Lilly as Hope Van Dyne, who is not the original Wasp, nor is a actual full character in the MCU. She's like a combination of of characters. So, uh, I, which was something I was today years old when I learned. I thought that was uh, kind <laughs> of wow. interesting. Today, yeah, right. uh, let's. <laughs> uh, I was listening to some other podcasts and they were talking about that, and, and I thought that was kind of cool because it, it's, it's a combination of both um, uh, uh, Janet Van Dyne's uh, stepdaughter, I believe, uh, who is uh, not named Hoped, but has the last name Van Dyme And Hope is another character, which I believe was uh, some off of um, the original Ant-Man. and I'm blanking on his name right now for some stupid Hank reason. Pim. Hank Pym. That's the guy. So I think Hope was a uh, was part of his, so they kind of combined him and, and came up with her. Awesome. Uh, we got Michael Pena back as Luis, uh, probably the best character outside of of Scott Lang himself. Uh, <laughs> I would love to see him in every—I mean, he should just show up. He, he, he should be in every right. movie just to do some kind of uh, a, a little cameo. I, I think he's great. Uh, we got Walter Goggins as Sonny Birch, who uh, I didn't know this either, but is a comic book character, um, not a very big one, and and people either loved or hated this guy in this in this movie, which I thought was kind of interesting. Um, I was in the camp of I didn't hate him, but I was kind of like I don't care for him as a character, but I can't see him as anybody other than from what I watched in Justified. It's just he just can't get out of oh, that. Really? Yeah, so see, I, I, I can The shield is me. Oh, okay. To me, it's Quentin Tarantino
0: yeah. movies like Hateful Eight and, uh, yeah. and Django Unchained That, and it's kind of the same character.
1: <laughs> it is. He, yeah, a lot of people were talking about that. Uh, Bobby Cannavelli is Paxton. He is the stepdad, which I think was an incredible uh, a deal with him where he, you know— Scott Lang, it, it's kind of the extended family. And from the, the original one where he was I mean, so confrontational, and, and then all of a sudden they get together, and he's literally like his best friend and gets in on the hugs and everything. It's so hugs, cool. Hugs,
0: yeah, the big hugs every time.
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh, l- I loved it because it, it just shows. Uh, Judy Greer uh, returned as Maggie, his ex-wife. Yep. We got T.I. as Dave, uh, one of the three. Oh, my God, I'm going to butcher this name, Dave. Das uh,
2: Malchian. That's Malchian. <laughs> Kurt. I, yeah. I go ahead. Oh, I follow him on Twitter. He's he's very cool. We saw
0: him in Dune. Come on, Noah. We saw him in Dune. I, he oh yeah, I know.
2: He does I know. A lot of, he does a lot of conventions too. He's awesome.
0: Even <laughs> better though, he was in um the
1: Suicide Squad as the polka dot man. Oh
2: right. <laughs>
0: the this the guy's remake? The the original yeah. one with no, 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 the, no, the, 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 the belt, better one, and it's not called a. So, I don't think it's a re. Is it a remake? Is that fair? No, no, it's you, not even. Like
1: it's it's not even yeah. a reboot. It's just the other <laughs> Suicide Squad. <laughs> it, 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 I don't know how they're. It, it it's yeah. DC doesn't even Polka know Polka what the fuck. They're doing. Yeah, He's, Polka Dot Man. Polka
2: Dot Man's only in the one. <laughs> yeah.
1: Oh, <okay. laughs> it it is such a. He does such a good job on that, but yeah, he 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 went from this to kind of into those, and and just had this. Big, huge uptick in his his uh, his movies and, and characters and stuff. Such such an awesome. I mean, he's got the line the Baba Yaga, and kills it, <laughs> it with it. I love that look.
2: Can I tell you something about this? I, yeah. when I when I rewatched this yesterday, and but when we saw it in the theater, we went with a friend of my husband's, and his two kids and his son's fiance, who was a Russian speaker. Oh. She's from Ukraine, um, but she speaks Russian, and she was so offended by that character like the second, really? so, the second he opened his mouth she is like what is that and then he goes and we're like uh he's supposed to be russian she's like that is not and then when he goes baba yaga baba yaga she goes what and we're like what she goes it is baba yaga uh, and, oh. <laughs> and we're like so was like Sorry, sorry David Dasmalchian, you you offended the the Russian woman in your in your audience.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean I'm sure they don't pronounce everything we say. Uh, yeah, in I'm, sure. I'm sure. I'm so, sure. But it was yeah. it was so funny. That's funny. Like
2: that like she was just like so offended and like Which is I mean, interesting. Like, I never thought about it, but I guess, you know, you don't see Russians all that often in well, movies and
1: But I've heard of Baba Yaga in other things too, not oh, just yeah. this, and and I've never heard it anything other than Baba Yaga, so yeah, I, mean, I don't Yeah. Yeah.
2: Uh-huh. I guess I, think that, we, I mean I, that's the English pronunciation, I'm sure. I, yeah, I think
0: so. we prefer the American Russian you know the, the the American take on Russia. Russia's accent, yeah. rather than an actual one, if it's that far off, it's like we'd we'd probably be offended if if they said Baba Yaga, just because it's like we're <laughs> yeah. Americans, we deserve right. the or, American or, or Russian be, pronunciation. You know?
2: <laughs> yeah, or people wouldn't get it. They'd be like, "What did he say? What does yeah. that mean?" You know. Well, right. <laughs> Don't
3: they this talk is an mc too? <laughs> yeah. Did they say it the same way? They say a Baba Yaga.
2: I thought they so do? too.
3: That's yeah. what
0: was but he was an actual russian i mean he is doesn't he
2: it's a a, it's a it's a it's a female it's a witch in russian right
0: no in john wick john
1: wick it's the russians there they talk about the baba yaga and call it baba yaga too so um yeah it's and that was part of the reason i laughed so much is (laughs) because it just cracks me up i i mean i i just i love him as a character i loved him in the first one i mean him and dave the the three of those guys the ex-cons you know they're they're just hilarious and they, they make yeah. this they add to yeah. the comedy level of this in in so many ways i don't think there's any other set of characters in any of the other you know marvel movies that really do this well with what what they're trying to do as far as comedy and stuff like that
3: well i even think like danny calavali has some really good um like <laughs> secondary, like he's like 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 when the FBI comes in right, and Judy Greer's like, you can't just come me. in here. Well, actually they can. Yeah, they can. It's yeah. like, don't you need a search warrant?" Actually, they, they don't. They don't. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but he's so positive about it, kind of like, oh, it's OK, guy, well, you know, here, give me a big hug, you know? It, it is, you know what? It is yeah, it's I
2: love, because I, I think I when we did Ant-Man and I said I loved the relationship, it's mm-hmm. like once they, you know, when they. Once he saves his life. Right, once, once they both realize that they care about Cassie and it's like yep. they were cool with each other, and now they're like really cool with each other. Yeah. Like Like, uh Bobby Cannavale's character is like, oh Hank, you know, or um, oh Scott, you know, we're in a couple of days. You'll be out. And we're so yeah. proud of you. I mean, he was really yeah, you know, exactly. was pulling for him.
1: Uh, <laughs> speaking of Cassie, we have Abby Ryder uh, Forston as her. Uh, she, she is the cutest.
2: Oh my gosh, she is so adorable.
0: And, and she and Paul Rudd have such good chemistry. I mean, uh, b- besides the humor, I think this, those scenes with the two of them really elevated this movie. The
2: the, the scene the scene where they're sitting on the floor and she's the like a partner I think- yeah, she's like. Theme. I think you need a partner, and he's like. Well, you know, Hope and I are taken, and she's like. I meant me, <laughs> yeah. and he's like. Well, if I let you do this, I would be a terrible father, and I'm like. That was just so cute.
1: Well, he <laughs> he he laughs, and she and she she says something, and I I God, I wish I remember the line, but she said something. Uh, oh, don't. She said, don't laugh, and it is one of the most perfectly delivered little kid, <laughs> don't laugh at me, uh. Saying, I, I just. It hurt, it hurts your heart a little bit because you're like, yeah. oh my God, is she is just so you you can you can see it as the audience as soon as yeah. she start talking you need a partner, which let's talk about that opening scene right the whole uh, cardboard <laughs> oh, yeah. oh my but, God yes like,
2: that was so funny I, know. I
1: loved every bit of it I it made me want to go buy a bunch of cardboard and grab my 18-, <laughs> 19 year old and sixteen year old daughter. <laughs> and uh have an adventure in this cardboard fort that i built you never wow. did that with them no not no not after <laughs> this not after this came out i mean we i we did some forts in the living room when yeah. they were real young and stuff Absolutely. like that but no
0: yeah i mean but <laughs> i was
1: just like that was we got you know the 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 best MacGuffin ever in this one with the the greatest uh best grandma uh trophy yes yeah or <laughs> yes. that's so funny um uh, besides, besides, uh, we want to get back to her too. But uh, besides uh, Cassie, we have Ava, who was Ghost, one of the main protagonists, is as Hannah John, uh, Kamen. Cayman, uh, uh, I'm not sure. Bo, you got an idea on that one? No idea. No. Okay, sounds okay. about right. probably work. <laughs> Uh So uh, she did an incredible job. Uh, Ghost was a character that is from the comics, but is also a uh, a. It's a gender swap in a way but in the comics they really never nailed down who the ghost really is so nobody's 100 percent sure who the ghost is in the comics even though they've been around since like i believe the 70s uh typically is a iron man uh
0: villain do you say gender swap because the first time i saw this movie i remember at the beginning i wasn't sure when when her face was revealed whether she was a. A, a woman or a man because she looked so much like the lead from uh, the movie *Crying Game*. The *Crying Game* is a like oh, one yeah. of the original oh, yeah. gender swap movies, you know, and and they look so much alike that he was also in uh, *Star* *Stargate*. But so it's I, I think it's ironic that you use gender swap when talking <laughs> well, about. I, her.
1: I meant it more in the fact that uh, in the comics, it's believed to be a man in, in, no, I, in this. Iteration. That's, that's
0: how I understood it. But I was just yeah. trying to draw my experience well, from when I so first saw this character.
1: I, I didn't know. I don't know a lot about the ghost, but I did learn some in different podcasts. And one of the things I, I gleaned in an early podcast I listened to is, is the story of Ghost uh, is he has kind of that same... Um, power set and stuff like that it's it goes from a technology that you know is supposed to be crazy smart and stuff like they made his technology um and then it ended up kind of infusing it on himself uh and then there was a big explosion uh that you know is what infused his body with these uh uh i can't remember what the words are they used but which really gave him his power and they kind of talk about that in this where her father had that same big explosion so in a way they kind of stayed legit to, well, it might have been the father who was the original ghost, and now she kind of took up the mantle, essentially. So I was like, like, they're not just flat out changing a character, you know, uh, sexual uh, rela- or uh, orientation just to do it. It kind of really fit what it was, and I, I had no problem with it. I think it worked out really well. I think she was an incredible character. Uh, I really liked her portrayal of it. There's, there's some... <laughs> It's this is one of those few MCU movies where there's they, they have uh, they have pro not is it protagonists right uh, or antagonists 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 sorry I got it the wrong way antagonists but they're not flat out just bad guys I mean they're literally uh, you know like she she is just trying to do her own thing and they kind of cross paths and it just the, the the lines overlap, so it, it kind of I've got to do mine, but you got to do yours. So she's not really bad or evil in a sense, but it just no. it works out that way. And and you almost have the same thing with um, we talked about him earlier uh, with uh, Sonny Birch, who who technically is the a bad guy in this, but he's also it's just. Well, I'm trying to sell this to you and I'm gonna I'm gonna kinda of fuck you over, but then again you're kinda of fucking me over. It's just, it's back and forth. It's not like the evil maniacal uh um you know Old evil trying. villains that we get well <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. It's like the villain from Iron Man three. Oh <laughs> right, right. Uh oh, was that, that not hammer, but um Yeah, hammer. I was thinking the hammer. But it's not hammer two or three hammer is he, hammer is the kind of guy that comes out on the stage and and is, is yeah. selling the weapons and he's he's kind of a bad guy but he's also not he's like he doesn't have any powers he's just swarmy and the, um, the, the only,
0: the only threat is that. really just you know the fact that maybe they're not going to be able to get Janet back or, yeah you, you know yeah. there there's nothing there's nobody and he's out not to, doing it
3: because he's trying to like rule the universe or anything he's well right but he just wants to get the power the infinite
1: power and all that so he's trying to figure out a way to do it yeah we got a couple others that I want to get to before we get too far into it and then we'll just talk about everything else. We got uh Randall Park as uh Jimmy Woo, uh incredible character. Uh also incredible. In, yeah, he was he was from uh the uh the first one he was part of the the first uh, Ant-Man movie. Then he also showed up later in uh WandaVision, uh, and mm-hmm. then uh, I believe he was in S- we saw him in something else too, if I'm not mistaken. But Jimmy Woo is an actual character that goes back into the '60s, I believe, '65, I think, was when he first came out. Uh, so he's always been an agent, an agent of Shield, and an FBI agent, and and just this it, big part of Marvel from the from way back. And so I love the fact that they they brought him in there. And Randall Park brings a quality to this character oh. that is so freaking good. I, I, well, he was a youth pastor.
2: <laughs> that line right. kill that line kills me. Oh, it's so good. You're, so, oh, you're really good with children. Well, I am a youth pastor.
1: <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, it could be taken so many ways. Um <laughs> What uh one of the podcasts I listened to were actually like, uh, there's just no way you can be a youth pastor and an FBI agent. And I was like, Wait a minute. Oh, sure I, you can. Yeah, you can wow. I mean yeah, exactly. And I was kinda like, What do you think the FBI? I mean, it's not like they're the, the Navy mean, SEALs and Right.
2: Here's the be, thing. Here's the thing to be a youth if pastor, it's... you
1: really just have to like say I'll do it in most cases.
3: Yeah, right. I mean,
2: Unless unless it's a really, really large church that can afford to pay someone to be a True. youth pastor. It's, it's usually, usually I mean, it's usually somebody's debt, you know. I was yeah. a youth pastor. Yeah, I was too we still in,
1: actually. I, I never was. I was never was. A, yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. Just, yeah. Hey, but I I've coached uh, a lot uh, of Spartan.
1: damn sports and I've I was trained a lot of kids. <laughs>
2: Our, our youth ministry for a while consisted of showing Marvel movies in the basement and talking about Oh, it. no, so I could have done was, that. <laughs>
1: well, that's was, right up my alley.
3: Was, I'll one up you. Great.
2: It was great.
3: <laughs> we I'll one up you. We showed Monty Python and the Holy Grail.
1: Oh, my God. <laughs> now, that's a church I could get behind. <laughs> uh, all right. We also had uh, Michelle Pfeiffer as Janet Van Dyne. Uh, she, she, was,
2: she was wonderful. She was even so though wonderful. her
1: character was in the first one, she was not.
2: Yeah,
1: um, it was all the CGI you never
2: saw her face. Yeah,
1: no. So the idea, though, is the director talked about um, making there's like a, a scene in the first one where they kind of zoom in on her eyes. And they said, make her eyes shaped like uh, um, Michelle Pfeiffer because he wanted her from get go. Oh, he literally nice. was like, make it look like her because that's who I'm going to get. <laughs> and she she agreed to do this because she enjoyed the first movie so much. So yeah. that was totally nice. cool. She's,
2: uh, she she's loved. I mean, she's just she she's adorable in the in the flashback scenes where she's playing hide right. and seek with a little hope, and when she when she's in the um, in the quantum realm and, yeah. and her and H- Hank's relationship was just she was just radiant. She is still beautiful. Absolutely. Oh,
1: for sure. <laughs> That's actually one of the people had a big problem with the fact that how did she uh, build her clothes and do all this stuff in the quantum? They're like they must have had like a CVS and a, uh, a what's what's the the makeup play uh, Sephora? Sephora. Yeah. Yeah. yeah they're like they, they must have had one of those in there because she's like all done up, just like <laughs> I was like. I, I get what you're saying, but oh, we also, got a haircut? I mean, look at yeah. how her hair was it 30 years long. <laughs> she should have well, come out looking like uh, uh, Robin Williams from uh, uh, Jumanji. You're right. I,
2: well, I... That's, as we found out in Endgame, time moves differently in the quantum realm. It does. So...
1: But she did say 30 years. 30 years. So, yeah. yeah. yeah
0: so. 30, and I was surprised they didn't go into that more. I mean, it seemed like they glossed over it a little bit too too much. Oh, there's some e-
1: big hand-waving in this. Even the quantum yeah. realm
0: itself just seemed like, oh, we went in, we saw some big creatures, and then we came back out, and it all is well. It, it seemed underexplored. It seemed like they set it up a little bit like it should be more interesting or more yeah you know, I mean, more thoughtful. It would have been such a longer movie, though, right? I mean, it's it's true. It's,
2: yeah, I mean. I don't know. The thing is, I think they. they Maybe. I, mean, I, don't... I I think like you said to kind of keep the movie light they also had to keep it nimble
1: well I think we're also going to see and... a lot more of it in the third third act or third
2: right third uh, what's Yeah. because the
1: third one's called
3: quantum uh, the... mania
1: quantum mania yeah.
2: but I think they needed to keep this nimble and it's like it's like well we could go into all the stuff about the quantum realm or we could have eventually <laughs> shrink shrinking and and growing and fighting guys and it's oh. like yeah let's go with more of that
1: yeah uh <laughs> hold hold that one cuz i want to talk about that one let's Could get go, to the last two people another the
3: louis speech though
1: maybe Yeah, a uh, i would i would have i would have been afraid of that too uh we got two major two more majors uh characters i want to talk to boo um we got uh michael douglas as uh hank pym right always awesome yeah he does an incredible <laughs> job with this he, he 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 represents the comic book hank pym on a level most people don't even know because everybody's like well he's an asshole Hank Pym in the comics was one of the biggest assholes to ever well, get the hero go title. Back to the first movie. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's what I mean, I mean is they that's, play that's him the like stage. an asshole because he is an asshole in the comics. Uh, 100%. He's actually one of the, the most least liked heroes. He, in the comics, did one of the kind of. I've, I've heard about it several times because people like to talk about it. He slapped. Uh, Janet Van Dyme in the comics, like like one of the things that just it's one of those right. ones that everybody knows where they were and they read this is like, oh shit. Like <laughs> yeah. I was like, whoa crap. But he is played off as an asshole and he does an incredible job, but he is a phenomenal actor in this and, and I mean
2: it's it's so cool. Like you think about like Michael Douglas has been a movie star pretty much my whole life. And he went from like, you know, leading leading action man and right. You know, romantic, well, leads attract, and, it, fa- yeah, and all it, that stuff. Just basic hurt.
3: Instinct, Wall Street, right? Black Rain, right?
2: <laughs> and you know, but I like, and and you know, some guys when they get older, they're like, oh, I'm gonna still be the romantic lead, and I'm gonna date the 25 year old starlet, and it's like at some point, it's like, ooh, this is creepy, but <laughs> I I like that. Like I like Tom that he's, yeah. <laughs> 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 You know, just okay, like a we... random example, but yeah, <laughs> but I like, but I like that, I like that Michael Douglas is kind of like embracing, like I'm gonna be a grouchy old man, and, yeah. you know, and Michelle Pfeiffer is his age, and the two of them are just lovely together. But he's also like, uh, you know, you know, him having like no patience with Scott at all, like right oh yeah you know, and, and, and Scott like oh you gave her wings wasn't that a, I guess that wasn't available when you made my oh no it was you know <laughs> <laughs> oh, <blah. laughs> uh,
1: but but as a guy I also recognize that he is a father yes in that state too is like well, some so of those yeah, yeah
2: you, you want to date my
1: daughter so too you, you're not, you're not, you're not good enough for my daughter, you know. And, right. and he plays that right. up a lot. Yeah, this this actually whole movie. There's a lot of uh, father daughter relationships. There's actually three major ones in this, and uh, we'll talk about that in a minute because I want to talk about the last big big character in this. Uh, we got Lawrence Fishburne uh, yep. as uh, Dr. Bill Foster. Mm-hmm. Uh, another was uh, he
3: in the comics?
1: Yes. So he is a character, and this is funny because this one. People people like to to jump on this bandwagon a lot when when they talk about this he was a character called Black Goliath and they're like, "Oh my god, Marvel's so fucking racist." Oh. And it's like
2: I'm like, "Okay, I you know what? Him.
1: He worked he, in the comics, he worked with Dr. Pym, right? and and they worked on the Goliath program and stuff like that. And Pym took over Goliath's name before he ever became Goli- Goliath. So, you got Goliath and then you go, "Well, and I'm the black guy, so I'm the black guy." Yes, I I realize that, yeah, there's a problem with, you know, Marvel and comics putting black before names of black characters, but nobody has a problem with Black Panther, right? So to me, it's like, okay, I get where you're going, but it's also like, you know what? It's a fucking comic book. They didn't have to give a black character anything. They could have just said, nah, we're going to put another fucking white guy in there and call him the fucking Goliath. You know,
2: and, and, and like you said, this has been going on since. I mean marvel's been writing since the 60s yeah. before that really yeah and you know it's at the time it was not unusual to have characters like um you know uh i'm trying to think like there were so there were some movies that were like um oh like black dynamite or whatever yeah the black split, black, spect- black, spect- black expectation
3: that's yeah, it yeah and
2: and so i think you know they probably were kind of drawing from that you know, they were. Like,
1: they might have a little bit but I also believe that they put this guy in there as a hero I mean he yeah if they were if they were so racist they would have they would have made him a bad guy they would have you know that done a sure. lot of stuff opposite of what they actually did so I get where people are coming with with the name and stuff yeah why do you have to put black in front of it I don't know why do they have to do it like there's a lot of stuff that were done by blacks in their own stories that put black in front of their own name so it's kind of like they never referred to
0: him as black Goliath in this no right?
1: in the comics in yeah this. right so no not in the, this
0: no so in this they didn't no. they weren't offended
1: bill right? Bill Foster is the name of the character right. that was in the comics and he even talks about I was go- I was part of the Goliath program and I got to be oh, yeah. 15 feet tall right. yeah. yeah so they or, just don't say the oh. name black Goliath interesting fact too is in secret Wars uh, black Goliath was killed by a, a robot version of Thor it in, and uh, in, uh so <laughs> Crazy! I actually read this because someone brought it up in, before when I was I was listening to Subnauts. Oh shit, that's crazy! So there's a uh, there's a robot version of Thor or a, a android version of Thor. They call uh, Ragnarok, and he uh, he killed Black Dynamite uh, <laughs> with lightning when he was big, like um, you know whatever thirty feet tall. And so at the time he was uh, B- uh, Black Goliath was fighting for Tony Stark. Uh, on the the side of registration and so tony stark paid for uh 36 uh burial plots to bury him uh because he was oh, uh, wow. in his, in his so
2: because he was so big
1: <laughs> <laughs> and i was just like okay that's kind of funny in a way but yeah so someone <laughs> brought up the fact you go oh you got a a uh, robot representing the aryan nation killing a black man i'm like come on are you fucking kidding did me
0: they, did they ever refer to him as robot thor or just, or just uh, Ragnarok? Well, it, it's Cause a... Because yeah, robots might be offended a... if they called him Robot Thor, just like... <laughs> you know, <laughs> you're, you're
1: right, you're right. Uh, but I just, I thought it was interesting. But he was a, a con- canonical character and stuff like that. I thought it was really cool. I loved uh, Lawrence Fishburne in this. I think yeah. he, uh, was, he was such a Let good character. Let me ask character. you this. Okay. Did, did he have, in the comics, did he have the suit after he broke up or whatever with Hank Pym? I don't think he had a suit, uh, necessarily, that caused his—it his, was a little bit different than the Pym particle that, that oh. allowed Ant-Man. So the, the, the story I got—and I can't speak to this one because I didn't read these parts of it, but I'm just going off of what I learned from listening yeah. to people— is that uh, Hank Pym and uh, Bill Foster worked together, and Pym got stuck big. Like, he got stuck at, like, 10 feet tall, and and Bill Foster and him figured out a way to get him back to normal size, and then that technology or whatever it was, he was able to take, and somehow, I think, it got infused with his body so that he had the control on his own where he could go big and go small. Um, But he couldn't go small, small. Like, he couldn't go Ant-Man. He could go normal to big to normal and stuff like that. So. Uh, I can don't don't quote me on it cuz uh, I'll probably be wrong But that's what I believe was the case is that uh, they worked together uh, And then that's how he ended up with the powers and he was there for a, he was there for a while, too It wasn't like he just was you know a couple issues here and there he you know He was in and out as a minor character uh, Which is you know there's there's so many minor characters. It's ridiculous um one, one more thing I want to talk about before we get too deep, just because it's, it's on the top of my mind. This has to be the absolute worst uh Stanley cameo in, in oh. my mind. <laughs> I I hated this
2: cameo. It's
3: his
1: last one, though, right? No.
2: No, he's in Endgame.
3: Right. Yeah. Oh, he is? Yeah. yeah. He's, As he's, him, or do they computer generate him?
2: No, it's him. He's, no, it's him. He's, oh, okay. He's driving past Fort Lehigh in the car. Yeah.
1: So, uh i I dislike this one it just it made me it just it was bad because it it made him seem dumb, too old, like senile uh, did not look only, really old not only that but uh so one of the people that I was listening to was talking about it that uh, Stan Lee was actually at the time even in the sixties he was very much a, a a opponent of of anti or you know of taking drugs. He was very much pro non drug use and stuff like that. So for him to talk about that, the way it was, I was kind of like, ah, now you're not really, you're not, you're not living up to Stan Lee and stuff. I I just thought they could have done something like they could have used anything else than, uh, uh, you know, the drug statement. I I think if
2: I were, if I recall like the outtakes, he did like a bunch of different takes of that with all different, (laughs) uh, with all different things. Yeah. Um, with all different uh, jokes. Jokes. And I, for some reason they picked that one. I don't, here's the thing, I don't remember any of the other ones, but, yeah, you know. I mean, for me,
1: I would have been like, I would have done like a quick, like, turn around, turn around, like, like I could have swore I just parked here. You know what I mean? That would have been so much better.
0: Like, (laughs) what what bothered you? Just the fact that he mentioned doing drugs in the 60s?
1: Well, I, I just, I, well, I just thought the whole delivery was bad. Um, I I thought it was it was kind of in poor taste uh, as to how uh, Stanley was as a person. Um, and I just thought I thought it didn't make sense. You know what I mean? It, it like I would have I would have just rather been like, you know, it it could have been but better. That's all. That's all I'm saying. It just to me, uh, Stanley er, cameos have been incredible throughout the MCU. That this one just was a letdown, and it's it's so sad that that sometimes you have wow. ones that are letdowns. I think they've had some classics, but I think you're overreacting. Oh. <laughs> no, I'm not, but oh, that's okay. So. You can <laughs> take that. I mean, it's no uh, Tony Stank. Uh, uh,
3: right,
0: uh, Tony Stank is is, is a classic. <laughs>
1: yeah. Oh, I for sure. I think the nightclub is better than Tony Stank. Yeah. The the one from
2: uh, Crazy uh, Stupid Fives.
1: <laughs> oh right. <laughs> True. There's a, I think it's in Deadpool too, where he's the DJ in the in the strip club. That's what I mean, yeah. Oh no, the 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 crazy stupid find is from Ant Man 1. Ant-Man 1. Yeah, yeah, we're right. we're so but there's but in Deadpool he's also the DJ. Yeah. Uh at the strip club, which is another good one. And then there's also uh, Age of Ultron where he's the old vet, which is uh, another oh, good yeah. I mean there's yeah. there's so many.
2: so <laughs> right. Um he's, he's so funny. um you guys probably don't watch uh, the Teen Titans cartoon, Teen Titans Go. I do not. No, no,
1: no. <laughs> no. I tried. I'm sorry.
2: Okay, here's the thing. Claire's a fan, and we took her to, they had Teen Titans Go to the movies. Okay. And Stanley had a cameo in it. Oh, uh, what? <laughs> and it was- it's not, yeah. <laughs> I know it's a DC, and he's and it was kind of and that was the joke. It's like, hey kids, it's me, Stan Lee. And oh, that's like, I'm funny. I'm doing cameos and everything now. <laughs> or stuff
1: like that. Oh my God, <laughs> that would be. St- <laughs> they should start it was, doing that. It was,
2: it was really cute. It was very. It was very. That's awesome.
1: <laughs> uh, I I'm not I'm not uh, anti DC. I actually watched their. Um it's the Young Justice, which is a, is a animated, but I just, I can't do the, the Teen Titan go. It's too uh, Nickelodeon for me.
2: No. Yeah. I don't, like I said, Claire likes, I don't, they used, they had, they used to have a Teen Titans cartoon. Yeah. And that one's really good.
1: Yeah. DC has some incredible animated stuff uh, where Marvel's isn't as good, but DC has DC's animated is better than their movies. Uh, Just, I agree. On most times, so awesome. Okay. All sure. right. Well, let, no, no, no. <laughs> Let's get back into the story. So, uh, one of the things I wanted to talk about was the three um, father-daughter relationships. I mean, we talked yeah. earlier a little bit about the Scott Lang and Cassie. So incredibly good with with the the talk. Uh, it just the yeah. the going down the the cardboard thing. It just and everything he does really is for her. I mean,
2: and that's that's very typical of the comic, like. Um, they didn't have a whole lot of their relationship, but there was a lot. I do remember there was a lot of like, uh, you know, like him, like he would be like working at, at Stark industries and he would be like, Hey Tony, can I, uh, I'm gonna come in a little early tomorrow so I can leave to take my daughter to do a dentist. He's like, oh sure, that's important, you know. So you know, he always—it was always one of those like he was always like the the dad had the oh, that's dad cool. thing on his mind. Yeah, it was it was very cute. So I,
1: I like that because uh, yeah. I really like the fact that they did that with this. And and uh, one of the things I liked most about it was is that it is literally his main motivation through through almost all of it. I mean, yeah. You know he gets kind of kidnapped from his house when he's got two three days left in his his (laughs) home arrest and he's literally like you guys are gonna screw this up for me i'm trying to you know and and uh, you know and a lot of people are like oh his motivation was all wrong and it was like well no i mean it, it is what it is and i i thought it was great uh she's incredible she also uh is a character in the comics uh not just as his daughter but she later becomes one of the young avengers yep uh, Stature, I believe is what yes, her, her name is. And so a lot of people are talking about how um, the lineups are really, really setting up for a, a young Avengers coming. You know, we've, we, we've, we,
2: again, we were, we were talking about that. Cause um, when, when, but with Bo being in town, we watched this and then he hadn't seen uh, doctor strange in the multi Madness. Oh, oh yet
1: yeah. Either, so we that, yeah.
2: So we watched that and I'm like, American Chavez, like, they are, I'm like, they're, I said, they have all the young yep. Avengers set up. Pre- and so we looked them up, and it's like, I would say, I would say they have a good 80% of them. Uh,
1: uh, yeah, I, I don't know them a, 100%, but I think the the one I read, they had all of them, because they've got, uh, you know, we got Cassie from um, Ant-Man. You've got yeah. the, the twins from WandaVision. You've got um, Kate the, Bishop kate bishop you've got uh american chavez from um the the wanda or from i guess Doctor it's dr strange, Doctor strange. Yeah. and then there's also yeah. uh the winter or falcon and winter soldier you've got the son of uh i can't oh, think of his name isaiah offhand. bradley isaiah bradley his yeah. i guess it was his nephew or grandson his
2: grandson grandson
1: so he comes up. Here, here's
2: the thing: we saw that actor. He did another Disney Plus movie that's on now. We're like, Oh, yep, they're keeping him in the studio. Nice. They have, uh-huh. they have plans for him. Oh yeah, and Kid Loki.
1: Yes, yeah, uh, that was. Uh, I was like, oh yeah, that's right. In Kid Loki. Yeah. So from the one, uh, the one I read like two or three because I was trying to read up on Kate Bishop uh, with the the Marvel Unlimited, and that's that's the one I read, and it had all of the characters were were all ones that we've seen. So yeah. Unfortunately, Charlie Ryder
0: really Fortson doesn't get to re re replay her, no. her role. This is the last movie we get yeah, to see her in. Yeah, she was in. so
2: she was so sweet, and it's like I understand they needed to to age, age up her up. Age her up, yeah. But I'm gonna miss her. She. Yeah. I, hope, uh, I hope. I hope. I hope they like bring her into
1: cameo for I mean, something not,
2: not not even the mcu but i hope that disney like finds like she has to yeah, start doing the Prince, new princess <laughs> princess diaries the next generation or something you know she she, she needs to be the
1: new stan stuff. lee she needs to come in and do uh, like yeah, stan yeah, lee cameos just... and everything
2: <laughs> she's, she's just so, she's really sweet she's a great little actress yeah so i'd like to she's
1: doing her. a lot of uh, voice acting uh, in oh, cartoons and stuff so yeah i looked up her, yeah, I saw her imdb i did see that so that was pretty cool um so yeah, the, uh, so we got that Cassie, and then the other one is the uh, Van Dyme or Hope Van Dyme and and Hank Pym uh, father daughter relationship, which you know we was an interesting one in the first one where it was kind of like she she was so against him, and at least that's what we were led to believe, and then it worked. Turned out they were working together in this.
2: And well, and then they had that great where she was mad that yeah he, she's like he just doesn't trust me. He won't let and he and oh. Scott had to say no.
1: He
3: can't He's gone lose with you me
2: because I'm expendable exactly compared yeah. to you. and yeah. Yeah, yeah, that was a great scene and then and this just kind of continued it. like she yeah. they are really
1: so when when I listened to people talking about this today, I started thinking about the relationship between those two. and one of the things I picked up was how much she starts to kind of emulate uh, Hank Pym. She's kind of got a little snarky. she's kind of like became a little more um hard. You know, hard ass a little bit. Uh, the more she, she's the more, but that's I mean that's what it is though. Is like, you know, the daughter's becoming like the dad, and you know we I see that in my daughter sometimes. They 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 emulate little things like I do, and and it's like you know they I know it's sad for them, nice but... poor girls, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's one of those things too that uh, you know I I saw as as they bring back uh, um, Scott Lang in this that she softens a little bit when she's around Lang and which then made me think of you know janet van dyme around uh hank and it's it has that same effect where he's such a hard ass but then you get the kind of softness from janet around him and it, and it kind of just softens his outer layer where scott ha- lang has that same effect on hope you know yeah. she's She's yeah. got that hard outer layer that and, and becomes that asshole that her dad is. But then when Scott's there, all of a sudden it kind of melts away a little bit. And I was like, Oh damn, that's kind of cool. Yeah.
3: <laughs> I actually think it's kind of funny when the three of them together is a couple of times. Like the one I think about is when they come out and he's like, "Are you two gonna sit there and stare at each other until <laughs>
1: <laughs> right?" Um, then the 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 third the third. Uh, daughter father relationship is uh, Bill Foster from Lawrence Fishbourne and and then uh Ghost or Ava. And theirs is is a um I wanna say like a a, a stepfather, stepfather. Yeah. yeah type yeah. relationship where we get, you know, we get the different level where, you know, he has such a love for her and, 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 and trying to protect her and stuff like that. And, and it's, it's kind of interesting. And, you know, we, ha- they have to have some of those hard conversations. Like, you know, she's, she's at the point where she's like, oh, well, I'm gonna go after Cassie. And he's like, oh, no, 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 you're not going to do that kind of thing. And uh, it, it's kind of cool where you get these different relationships, these all these father-daughter different uh, relationships, all in one movie. And I don't know if that was a plan or if it just came out that way. I I just that's something we haven't seen a lot of in in other MCU movies. Uh, so I re- I really kind of thought that was cool. And I don't know, coming from you know I've got three daughters, I don't have a son, so I can't speak to right. the the father-son aspect of it from that's from the father side. But from the father-daughter, I got a lot of
0: experience. I thought they really put a lot into Hope's character to try to define her as the as almost the hero of this movie, and but I thought they kind of get, gave, you know Scott Lang the shaft as far as turned him more into a little bit more of a bumbling idiot in this one. They which did a little. Didn't seem to jive with the the first movie where he seemed so much more on top of things here. I mean, maybe it's I, because he's I been think, stuck in quarantine for, you know, for two years. You know, under, that's what I, COVID will do to you. Yeah, yeah. But, I think uh, it,
2: it was. I think it was partly that. I think that he was out of practice, but I think he held his own. Like he was, you know.
1: Well, so he's he, he's definitely not the best of their. Uh, she's the more dangerous in in the fight. She's the more you know intelligent in that. But he's also that one I, that you know. He's the one
0: that comes up with the dumb luck. In a way, yeah. now, I just I just it, thought I, I didn't see that the the smarts from the first movie uh, portrait. you right. This one
1: right? You're right. They do. They do kind of screw him over on that um, where, you know, he is he has a master's in, in mechanical engineering, which, you know, the, uh, as someone that's tried to uh, go to school for that, it takes it takes some you know work you can't just be a dummy and get that because um, otherwise I'd have it already. But it's it's not the case. <laughs> So uh, yeah, you're right. They do they do treat him a little little dumber than than they did in the first one. But he I think it also has to do with just the situations they're in. But he's also one of those ones that he he has that kind of uh, if you would call it a luck aspect, right? Or or he knows how to you know shit just goes his way sometimes, and that's that's the kind of guy he's always been. And and I I think at least in the first movie, and then in his his uh, cameos or his uh, parts in uh civil war he was just one of those guys where he's not the smartest he's not the strongest he's not the fastest but somehow he's going to come out on top and that's that's what i think with him where she is more tactical she is more straightforward a better fighter better weapons better better you know she's got wings for god's sake yeah um so but she also doesn't have that personality uh Portion of it where she's going to find the, the the different ways through. She's she's more bullheaded and stuff. So I think it's where they're kind of two sides of a coin, you know. If that makes and sense,
0: I, I get it. And I, I, th- I think it would have been better though if I don't think she needed to be uh, next to a bumbling idiot in order to show that she was doing such a you know she was oh doing right, a good right job. And so and but I think they they went a little overboard with the contrasting of those things. Uh, she could have held I, her well, own. Me, up, okay. You know,
2: I, yeah. I I, I, I kind of, I don't think bumbling idiot. He did have a lot of things against him. He had that, the suit was malfunctioning. <laughs> he right. had, you know, he was out of practice. Um, you know, he was kind of like... He gives up their
0: location. Uh, what's that? He gave up their location, so it that seemed like...
2: Well, but, you know, he doesn't know what's going on half the time.
0: Yeah. It's true. You know, he was brought he was, into it in the dark. He was
2: brought into it, like, you know, like... What are we doing in a little tiny car? And you know, and it's like, <laughs> it's like, well, you know, we need to find out. And they're questioning him, and he's like, "What do, you, what do you mean? Wasn't this just a dream?" It's like, no, you got to tell us. I mean, he doesn't. Uh, they don't explain stuff to him. I just, but yeah. I, I
0: think there was a conscious decision to make him a little bit more bumbling, and I don't know why. We, I mean, they took away I mean, that, it might that be, aspect. It that, might
2: be for the, it might be for the humor. I mean, sure. Oh you yeah. Know, we said no, Paul. It was, Paul that, Rudd's, he's Paul Rudd's a humorous. Actor. So maybe he's like, you know, it would be funnier if, like, <laughs> I, you know, if, you know, I keep shrinking and growing. And, uh, you know, it that would be funny, funny yeah. if I had to sneak into the school as, you know, and have the, size, the, the size and wear a big, big hoodie and, hoodie, right. and, and, and it, pretend to be a, a first grader. And, and <laughs> it was adorable
0: you know, to see him running around in that hoodie. At the same time, I thought that whole school scene was so underwritten. There were so many opportunities to actually kind of create some moments, but all the, it, w- it was basically kind of defined by him running around and looking like a little it kid was, it, and, and the, it was. the classic line when he hops in and, and Hank says, you know, you know, you about his jukebox, hey, hey, box hey. yeah, yeah, <laughs> which is hilarious. Maybe some, I, what did he say? Didn't say some cheese sticks or something? Or yeah, he was taking juice box. I,
2: I just <laughs> like, thought there was a Do lot of,
0: a lot of moments in this entire script <laughs> that seemed underdeveloped. Like, like they were on a good, they were, they were on a good working draft of this script Script, but they just didn't give it that final uh, smart something to like, kind of elevate it a bit. It, yeah,
2: it a like little... I said, I, th- I think they were trying to keep it light, and I think they were trying to keep it uh, like I, keep I, keep keep a lot of balls in the air. You know, I,
0: I think that's I think that was smart. I just think they could have still added an element yeah. to uh, to kind of appease something more thoughtful from. I mean, we're, you're dealing with the quantum realm or this micro right. microverse. There, there's a lot of questions that people were asking ahead of time. That, that it seemed like they promised some answers, but they didn't really. They just kind of
2: yeah, kept them
0: hope left. very two dimensional with their with their responses. So, so overall, I, I do I did enjoy this movie, but it just it just left me a little a little dry, a little empty, like, like it didn't really uh, fulfill much. It almost seemed like a really good episode of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. <laughs> uh, you know,
3: I I like the Ant-Man ones a lot. I mean, just maybe it's because they take place in San Francisco and like to see San Francisco right? and things like yeah. that. I mean, seeing all that, I mean, I think this was the f- first one that had the Salesforce Tower. I can't remember if the first Ant-Man did or not, but... I don't. Like, the, I
2: don't think so. I don't think it was... Yeah done yet. So,
3: so that I kind of liked about it, but it's the rewatchability. I mean, these Ant Man ones. I mean, they're just a lot of humor, a lot of funny. You're right; they're underwritten. But
0: I, I just know, think they're... I think there was there were times when they could have made it more interesting, adding more, yeah, of course, more, more thought to to the quantum realm and and uh, well, uh, I think
3: a what... lot of there's a lot of sort of unanswered questions <laughs> for me at least. Oh, but, there's a lot, lot. Like
1: why? Why did
3: the? Why could the wasp? not get big
1: not get what that's big. a good point why she didn't she doesn't go goliath and go big
0: she can only get small why does she not get big it's a good question maybe they haven't right. figured out how to make the wings big or something <laughs> something to do with, uh, I don't know. but she could still well, okay. walk around so right. in but the comic
1: in the comics uh they did they did a, a good job kind of going from this to the comics where uh, Janet Van Dyme, the, the original wasp, she had uh, Hank Pym build her little wings, but they only showed up when she shrunk. Uh-huh. So, and, and they disappeared when they, when she was big. And that, that follows along with, with what she has here. And I think it's maybe it's because of the size they just couldn't. I they mean, couldn't.
2: this is it couldn't, you know, big wings couldn't lift her full right. size off the ground. So, if yeah, if you could like have them disappear. Now you're like, an
3: aeronautical they... engineer.
1: Huh? <laughs> now you're an aeronautical <laughs> an engineer. Yes yes she is sorry you
2: know, it's, the you echo.
3: Don't have, it's really you don't hard have to say to, big words like you that don't it's have not to. the alcohol i swear to god you don't think it's look. it's the echo it's it's hearing myself twice sorry. i'm not
2: i'm not a full engineer but i do understand the basics of flight you know she's,
1: she's not an engineer but she played one on a podcast you know she stayed in Holiday <laughs> Express you know
2: exactly. I was, my husband and i are both interested his father was a pilot i'm kidding and, no, I'm you know you know we've we've always talked about maybe we would learn to fly so we kind of know i've seen i've seen the planes movie fought, right you know 15 <laughs> nice. or 20 times because claire <laughs> yeah. used to love it so i i understand i understand the Air, basics airplane airplane too yeah
0: you know
1: listen to our top gun podcast so that that right there puts her right up in in the level of uh, we had a pilot ready to fly what are you talking she's ready to fly there
2: you go (laughs) she's ready to go to top gun i know what an an aileron is so you know i'm I'm all set (laughs)
1: um oh i forgot what i was gonna say oh i i i stepped away for a second so i hopefully you guys didn't talk about it um the, one of the things with that scene in the the the, high, the school, right? They put that in there just so they could kind of do the 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 shrinking, growing jokes and stuff with him and yeah. wearing the big thing, climbing in. My, the one that makes me laugh is him climbing into the van, because yeah. yeah. it looks like literally like you know a four-year-old climbing it's into adorable.
0: a van. Yeah. It's adorable, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> it,
1: it made me laugh. And so that literally, and and the, the director even talked about that. That is put in there. And they did make it a lot lighter, and they they, they they took some of the seriousness out of this just because they want this to be a light. And it had a lot to do with the fact that it was coming out after uh, Infinity War, yeah. which was such a, a harsh, you know, just... If you didn't walk out of Infinity War going, at least, what the fuck, and emotions all over the place, I mean, yeah. crying, whatever... I don't. You, you're you're a stone golem. That's just how it is. So this had to come in with some with some. Just they didn't want to put in too much seriousness because they yeah. wanted people.
0: Okay, well, compare to, this to, to uh, Ragnarok, because Ragnarok, as you know, also had a certain lightheartedness to it. It really it pushed the humor. It it was more comic. We, have, we haven't got there on the on the podcast yet, but I know I know. You. But but but. I'm just saying I think there's a way of maintaining that that lighthearted quality while still keeping it interesting and, and and I that's I I think they shortchanged us a little bit with this movie. And I'm not I'm not saying that, that Scott Lang and, you know, Paul Rudd and we've talked about some of the comic moments. They're hilarious. Um, but
1: well, this is this is a heavy I, science type movie right if you really want to get into it the quantum I mean we get the great line
0: I wish I didn't think it was <laughs> I thought I thought it had Good, potential well, but but no but I that's see what why. it is it, it is if you get deep into
1: it and well for one I don't I don't know enough about the actual quantum realm or uh, quantum science. And I don't know if there's enough people out there that they can make a movie about it that would really draw people in. But, I mean, Scott Lang says, he goes, you guys just put quantum in front of words. That's hilarious, yeah. (laughs) I mean, and so, you know, people are like, oh, that makes him sound stupid. No, it makes him sound like a normal guy that isn't so deep into quantum that that's all they care about. I work with some of these engineers at work that are the smartest people in their field, but they are stupid outside of it. Like, literally Dumbest people I've ever met, but also the <laughs> smartest people in the same aspect. And I have a feeling that is how these people with the quantum realm would be like—no common sense and stuff like that. So I think they had to—they had to find a a a common ground or a, a middle point. So if they went too sciencey into this, you would lose a lot of people. You'd lose a lot of the jokes because I mean. There's just not that many jokes with that kind of crowd. I think it just it they, it takes too serious. So I, I get what you're saying. Is is they could have went somewhere, but I they also went. You know they went the really jokey route. They went kind of well, the, Almost well, that's, comedic. Full that's comedic. where that's yeah. why I'm
0: pulling in Ragnarok just as a comparison of a movie that did also went the comic route, but it 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 added. There was something. There was more. There was more to it. It was meteor, um, and and it still succeeded. But it
2: didn't have. I mean. It,
1: it didn't have the seriousness of a science behind it. It was magic and there was nothing there was nothing to really explain and, and it's it's about the personalities and, and fighting really in that one more than this one.
2: And and the stakes are different. I mean True. I, I said this about the first ant man and this one's true. It's you know, if stakes you'll are excuse low. it's if you'll excuse upon the stakes are small. Yeah. It's like I and it's like it's like it's not it's not about the end of the world. It's about you know, it, it, helping, helping one, helping two people, really, helping. But but it uh, does, it does sound like you guys are Janet offering excuses, helping...
0: excuses as to I'm not, why this movie I'm not off... was.
2: And, yeah, and, I guess, I don't and, know. I think.
0: And it, just because the movie is likable and enjoyable, I think, I think it could have done better. And so I, I, could I, have. I don't want it to be, I, I think. I don't want to let it off the hook. I, I think I think they turned in. I, I mean, I would give this kind of only like a B minus, you know, if you put it on a scale. Just because oh. you know it was fun, I enjoyed it, but but I don't think it has the rewatchability unless you just want to watch, you know, Luis do his, you know, his his his.
2: i uh, i I'll tell you this. I've watched this several. I've watched this several you, times, and all right. it's just, okay. and I've. All I
0: watched I just, it twice
1: in the last three days. Right. So this has and, the, this has a better reach, rewatchability than some of the uh, like. Uh, no, but, um, <laughs> like this is better than Iron Man as far as rewatchability, I, especially Iron, Man, Iron Man two and three, two and Iron three Man. for sure. Yeah. Definitely more than Iron Man two and three.
2: Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, I Man, mean,
0: no, two and three.
1: Uh, I, you know, well, okay. So here's the thing is if you're, if you're ready for some laughs and you, and you want to be, uh, jovial and you want to just turn your brain off and watch something, this is better than Iron Man one. Uh, well, what compared to Ant-Man Ant- Ant- one. The first one, I actually,
0: that's I believe the yeah. first one.
1: I no, no, you're right. I believe ant Man one is definitely better than two for sure. This, I, I, I would rewatch actually, the first one.
2: I'd actually put them pretty close. I, I, you know, I like, um, like I said, I, lo- I like the relationship between, uh, Scott and Cassie. I like the relationship yeah. between Lawrence Fishburne and Ghost. I like. Right. I think the Ghost character is. I mean, like you said, she's an antagonist, an antagonist, but she's not a villain. Like I, yes. she's she's very relatable. Well, and, here's the... and I and I like that they that they're actually like they're trying to help her, mm-hmm. you know. And and it's like it's yes. like instead of instead of instead of defeating this enemy, we're going to turn this enemy into a friend.
0: And this is where I think that it had like good, that. good strokes for its script. It just seemed like yeah. it needed some more rewrites to kind I of so. beef it I, up a little bit. I, I, I agree the way they approached the ghost character was smart. Just it, uh, when I look at those like conversations a, between her and, and Lawrence Fishburne's character, th- it seemed like they had potential. But it.
2: yeah, I, I, I think they I, I think you're right. I think they did rush it along and I think they tried to keep it, keep it shorter. Yeah. Well, like, then, okay, so that was know, like that's legit. Would, like, if, yeah. they hour, if they made this a three-hour, if they made this a three-hour movie, like, like I said, we watched this and Multiverse of Madness, and that's what, like, what two hours and 30, two and yeah, a half hours, like roughly. Yeah. Sure yeah. and it is like.
0: It's more it's, of a slog.
2: It's, it's good. It's I wouldn't say a slog, but it's like if Ant. You if have this to pay was, a lot
3: more attention. If
2: Ant-Man and Wasp were two and a half hours, you would be like, oh my god. <laughs> 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 Oh, let's so here's... Let's, like, let's cut so, to so the if, chase. So if they kind of like, like like as Noah says, if they have to hand wave some stuff away or not really, exp- it's like, it's quantum, okay? And then just go on.
3: Well, it's like they did in Endgame. I mean, yeah. I know we're getting way ahead of ourselves, but in Endgame, when they're talking about the time
0: travel, yeah. and they're just like, that's just not the way it works. <laughs> yeah. But that was gr- uh, so but, well and, and, you know, written the and, way and it did. Dial- you know, it was, it was fun.
2: You know, and if they have to do that just to keep everything, like... Rolling along pretty briskly, I I can forgive it. Um, is it is it perfect? No. Is it you know if you're talking, it's if is there you're an talking-
1: MCU movie? is there an MCU movie that is perfect? I
0: I'm curious yeah. though. Do you know if there was a lot of stuff that was cut from this? Maybe that you know they decided. Okay, so
1: uh, maybe they or- they decided to make this uh, at or under two hours. Like that was a that was a requirement. It was right? two hours and two minutes or something, right? Yeah. Yeah, but and that's, that was that's because with all the no, I know. Credits I on Disney
2: Plus, so it has like all the right. foreign credits.
1: And... So, what <laughs> they did that on purpose uh, because they knew that people had just come off of uh, Infinity War, which was almost a three hour movie. And sure. they're like, yeah. look, we want a lighthearted, don't have to think too much, a lot shorter, literally to, to bring people back and say, look, we know we just broke your guys' heart and really fucked you guys up in the mind. <laughs> now we're going to just give you a couple giggles. Right. And that's literally what this was. And I think that was an act of choice. And maybe that's why they wrote it the way they did without going too deep into it, without having to turn on your your synapses to think too much. Like, yeah, I I, just just some laughs and stuff like that. I agree with you, Steve. There could have been a lot more. There could have been better scenes. I I, I agree. The school is a lot of fun, but it could have been cut out, and it wouldn't have changed too much, other than we don't get you know the greatest grandma uh, trophy. But, and, but it was a
2: very short sequence, really. It was. Well, it was well that's why I said about, maybe
0: if they could have done some more yeah, there, uh, that that but, added but, to the, yeah. the humor or the antics, rather than just him running around I mean, looking we, tiny. We could have
1: had <laughs> yeah. that. We could have had that with a lot of scenes. One of the things that he looked uh, like a
0: he looked like a Jawa running around. He did. <laughs> it
2: was it was great. But you know, but there was a lot of stuff that they kind of like when, you know, I was just thinking about when uh when Birch jumps on the ferry uh for the Whale Watch at the end. Yeah. And Scott's like, how did he even have time to buy a ticket? And if you've ever gotten a ferry in San Francisco, yeah. you're like, Yeah, that's like a 45 minute process. <laughs> <laughs> well,
3: <laughs> Even to get on to the ferry. Oh yeah. yeah, right. Like, forget buying the ticket.
1: Like, hey, yeah. So we those did that were... shit in Boston. We did that in Boston, and it's the same out there. So it's not just San Francisco. No, <laughs> no I know, mean, were... but it's that's... like anywhere, like any ferry. Yeah, yeah. that's
0: probably Paul Rudd uh, adding those lines because that, yeah. like the quantum one, he's drawing that straight out of like, like YouTube, uh, YouTube trolls okay. or, that are complaining <laughs> about things. So he's probably trolling the script, going, "How the hell could he get a ticket?" And well, yeah. let's throw it in yeah. the script just so it's acknowledged. You know, yeah. why do you yeah. call it quantum? Because that's what a, a troll would say on YouTube. So, you know? Well
1: I think I, I can't remember if it's in Endgame or if it's this one. But when he goes Goliath and he gets that, oh, he does that. <laughs> yes. I think it's I think it's actually uh, 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 Civil, Civil War. Civil, War, Civil yeah. War. Yeah. I I laugh so fucking hard every time I see that and hear that. I'm like, that's so funny. So, oh, I'm so big. But anyway, well, I think I think. One of the other funny lines
3: when he's Goliath is when he's like coming back into the shoreline and he's like, Oh, yeah, oh, I just need to lay you down to for lay five down. minutes. <laughs> yeah, just exactly. five minutes. I just need a little... Like, I've, I think we've all been there. Like, yeah, I just right. need to take a quick nap. <laughs>
1: uh, the, the other fun thing with this one, too, the, that they, uh, it was kind of new to this one, was all the vehicle size uh, yeah. changes and stuff yes. like that. The little, the little, uh, uh, Matchbox car uh, carrier. Yes. Yeah. How much? Mo- I mean, I, Every, I, I won't say guy because every kid that's ever had matchboxes as growing up had one of those little wheels you opened up and had all your little cars in it. I was like, yep. that is so freaking cool. I, that was awesome. I,
2: I will tell you this, not just boys, but like everybody. Yeah, know, anybody who's ever had a matchbox. I mean, that's that's how you play with them. You're like, Ex- if I went, if I were small <laughs> enough to sit behind the wheel of this little Corvette, <laughs> man, I would be.
0: The one that made hot, me just, hot,
2: yeah. the one that made me laugh
1: was when they were they were running through San Francisco and they, they go and they jump and it's the little the little car and it just goes and it's the, the, yeah. the sound <laughs> yeah. drops and it then it's barely even jumps and then the big car comes over. I was like that yeah that had me laughing so much. There's, and
3: there's so many great little things like that, like when when yeah uh, the, the, the the ant, the flying ant gets eaten and oh, Scott goes God. in the water, it's just like <laughs> bloop.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, they do some great stuff. Now, uh, I, I I remember we talked. We were almost talked about it in the beginning because uh, when I brought up uh, Hope Van Dyme, she has one of the best fight scenes. Oh my gosh! Uh, yeah, you know, she's coming out with the window, Indiana. out the window, and back in the window. I said that to Nina. <laughs> well, that, no, no, actually, even better than that, I think, is that first fight scene where she's in, in the, the kitchen. kitchen? Yes, oh. that <laughs> kitchen fight scene is so freaking good. Was the a kitchen a, it, fight scene when she...
2: She
3: runs along... Yeah. Like, she runs... Dropped, they took the money and took yeah. the, the equipment they
1: needed or whatever, right? She runs along the knife. She yeah. throws up the salt shaker and makes it... Yeah. Like, just the whole... I mean, it is it is a very well-choreographed fight. I mean, it's on it it's is. on the choreographed level of Shang-Chi for the martial arts, yeah. right? Yeah. They are, are... I mean, you believe that if you don't make your move right, you're probably getting clocked upside the head it's one of the it's but so just the good. way and
0: the way they bounce between size too where she gets yeah. small and it, you know that's yeah. that it's that's not easy to I, choreograph because you're I, having to defy physics you know I, right.
2: I remember when this movie came out I read a review and they said the special effect. I hope the special effects people all got two week vacations and massages after doing this I was <laughs> <'Cause, laughs> like
1: <laughs> exactly. It's so
2: insane. <laughs>
1: it is a great one. And, and it, it, it's a fun fight scene, too, because it goes from there. Then you come out and you get Ghost and you get another fight scene. Uh, and we get that first kind of real good team up with uh, Ant-Man and Wasp fighting together in that kind of combo. You know, go high, go low, uh, which right. uh, I don't know if you guys watch the trailer, but there's that, uh, that, you know, interaction between them. And he goes, you go uh, – uh, Lang is like, you go low, I'll go high. And she's like, um, I'm the one with the wings. Why don't I go high? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which was in the trailer, actually wasn't in the movie. Yeah, right, which I was like, right. but it was, I mean, great line, great line. Uh, so it, it it's such a fun, it's it's one of those, it's, it's very lighthearted, but it also has some of the best action. Him pushing uh, the, the big flatbed. Right. <laughs> yes. Like riding on it, like, like a skateboard. Like a kind of scooter, of yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, that is so classic. Or oh, when that <laughs> little, little car
3: goes underneath. And Pops oh, go up, ahead. go ahead, Steve.
0: Well, when he, when he, when the little car drives underneath the one and then goes big and it pops it up and over and just like, yep. he like takes it out. Yeah. yeah. Which
3: let's, I mean, we, I'm sure Noah had has a million holes in this, but why was it the top of that car crushed? <laughs>
0: uh,
1: yeah. Uh, holes in logic. Uh, <laughs> yes. my favorite, my, my, I think, my, I think go ahead. there
2: was one where she shrunk a motorcycle under a guy and he just like flips yeah. in the air. Yeah, <laughs> exactly.
1: That was a good one. Or or they throw the Pez out and it goes big. Oh, my
2: God. That was hilarious.
1: Uh, One of my favorite scenes when they're in the small car is when the pigeon eye goes up next to the window. (laughs) I I was like that to me was like that is so funny. Uh, It just pigeons are everywhere in San Francisco. So it's like one of those is like, yeah, yeah, you're going to see that. And uh, one one of the uh, little, uh, you know, where they miss something is uh, the pigeon hits the car and dents the hood. But then when they resize, the hood is normal again. So uh oh, wow. it is just one of those and someone goes well that's that's in the that that's in the power of uh, resizing it actually fixes things so oh, maybe man. that's why the car didn't uh, crush when uh, it jumped up it was it there was reinforced go. for that exactly
0: yeah or maybe just the, the power <laughs> there's, there's of, there's of like, expanding <laughs> is more than just say, the material you the, know
2: the yeah. pimp field around yes. the
0: vehicle
3: yes oh
1: there it is. <laughs>
2: it's the field. restores restores the metal to now its we original now have a pinfield.
1: the quantum field. <laughs> the quantum field, exactly uh, exactly good stuff um yeah this 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 movie had a lot of stuff with the comedy with the with the action uh that is is uh, somewhere sometimes above and beyond some of the other MCU Steve's right. There is some holes in there in in the script that it, it could have been better. Um, but I think they were really, really trying to go with a lighthearted hearted uh, turn your brain off, um, which I believe is is consistent with the first Ant Man. It it didn't really,
2: yeah,
1: it didn't make you have to think. Where some of these others really kind of get your brain going on some other stuff.
2: And and I'm kind of, and I'm kind of glad. I mean, we'll get to it when we get to Infinity War, but that was oh. just. Yes. That was just so rough, the, the ending of that, even though... Oh, my
0: God, right? Right, yeah. You know,
2: I mean, we'll get to it. But, yeah, for this to be, you know, kind of light and fun, yeah. I mean, it was just like, you're right, it was kind of like a bomb, like, oh, thank goodness, you know? Yeah. That well, and it's
1: and, <laughs> and Ant-Man is that character. Scott Lang is that character where he, I mean, even in the later stuff where he's in, he's still a comic relief guy. He is never really yeah. there's nothing he's never in a scene where you're like oh my god like the tension is so high and it's making right, so right. much there's it's if he is he's always in the back doing something silly that that makes you
0: go what the hell is scott doing did they ever, maybe, maybe to your, go ahead i would just scientifically did they ever talk about how the fact that they're moving around all over the place that the quantum realm itself this microverse isn't moving or like it it it's seems magic. like it seems like space <laughs> when when they're moving around so much, shrinking, getting you know, and that the, the fact that he's able to locate uh, Janet when there's so much movement going on. So,
1: uh, uh, what I heard is is the quantum realm is something kind of like uh, in Doctor Strange, the mirror dimension. Okay. Where it is, it's it's its own entity. So that, wherever you enter, it's it's not necessarily linked to where you are in the real I uh, wish they realm would
0: say optimism. something like that though cuz I don't I don't feel like it feels like they I agree come with up you. with little They're... answers like that just to kind of well here's the thing though if you think
3: about the the, the, the quantum realm so Janet Pym, yeah uh uh-huh. shrinks down small enough to get between
1: molecules
3: like the, the molecules or whatever right the yeah atoms, exactly yeah she gets turns down the, to get between the molecules but she still affects the missile but then she's in the quantum
1: realm um i think the idea was is that as she went through it she was still big enough to affect it and then she kept going yeah
0: they actually she showed did. that where she kind of like sparked it as and then and then she, yeah that's the it idea like, that it go she got small in...
3: enough to go between the particles of the metal
1: no 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 it wasn't it wasn't no it wasn't the particles of the metal she went through the the um the seam of uh where the metal was together. So it wasn't really the particles, it was more like it wasn't completely airtight. Like I you know I I, I work scientific. on this so oh, yes. I am I am a rocket scientist <laughs> technically at this point. Uh and so, you know, when you when you put those together, there there is a small seam. So you don't have to go technically between the molecules to get down in there and fuck up shit. Um, you know apparently like a hair follicle will will mess it up if you listen to uh some of our um, buyers uh you know uh we can't have uh, hair follicles or an eyelash fall into a missile cuz then it won't work in space uh, but anyways, I digress. It is, so I think the idea is that she she uh, was she had to go small enough to get through the first, and then he's like, oh well, you, you're going to keep going smaller, and that was the idea. Uh, but you're right, Steve. It is one of those. It's like, well, why why can you just do it anywhere and find her? You're right. They don't explain it, and I think it's 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 like you know. She does kind say of a this magic- is, you know
0: we've got two hours, and after that, the the window is going to be another century or something like that.
1: Yeah, uh, that was kind of a weird. They they didn't really. There there are a lot of things they didn't explain. You got to turn your brain off for a lot of this, and and I think that's. And they also like, well, how do you know that she wasn't there long enough to know that? That's going to take another century to get there, and so there's a lot of things you have to just hand wave at in this quantum realm.
0: I this is, is where I like... You, know, you know, we weren't we are not at Endgame yet, but I like how they tried to. They they, they they tried to explain time travel in a way that just was interesting to li- listen to, even though I'm sure people can, can point out flaws there because no one's ever actually done time travel. So so that that's uh, fair. But now we fact, know of. The fact that they created this scene of dialogue that, that made us all just enjoy the fact that they were trying to explain something to us had some good ideas in there, and it was enough to where, you know, we don't need to, to dig into it. Whereas here, it didn't seem like they offered anything. Um, I right. wish th- I wish they could have had a little fun, even if it was you know full of holes. But just kind of offer something yeah. to. to so kinda... I'm going
1: to go back and listen I'm going to go back and watch Endgame several times so I can find out about time travel, and then I'm going to go back and fix the fact that we did Picard as, as some of our early episodes and not do that. <laughs> right. Uh, <laughs> right.
3: Uh, uh, so. I forgot what I was gonna say. Sorry, sorry. You <laughs> ruined my train of thought. Sorry.
1: It's the audio gotta, delay, gotta, right? It's
0: not the alcohol. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> no, but you're
1: right. This this Only this. We the alcohol. There, there's some there's some things in this that could be answered better, but I think that's, I think that's the idea with the Ant Man movies is that they want these to all stay lighthearted because of the character that Scott Lang is, and and I think a lot of that is is this, uh, you know, Paul Rudd, he brings a lot to that, and and the cast around him really. Stays in that that realm. It and, stays and it's, funny.
0: And also, you know, we've been saying we've been saying that it's right after Avengers came out, and and people wanted to kind of have a lighthearted moment. Infinity War. And I yeah. think I think I enjoyed this when it came out in the theater more than I did when I rewatched yeah. it because to me, I didn't I didn't need that you know when I just rewatched it. I wasn't looking for it. <laughs> so to me, it seemed very kind of empty and and. Um, you know so I'll, I'll tell you I'll tell you the on um, my rewatch
1: this last week um, and I don't know if this was because I watched it a little later in the day I was fully into it for the first two thirds okay and then I started passing out I started falling <laughs> asleep it didn't it didn't keep my attention now I don't know if that's also because I, I I'm getting older and I'm starting to get that grandpa style uh, sleep pattern yeah. where you know I fall asleep at 8 o'clock Just
3: the rest of my eyes
1: yeah, exactly. Um, so I don't know if that was it, but I noticed the first two thirds of the movie is a lot more fun and interesting than the last two thirds or the last. Well, third. the
3: last two thirds
1: are like more. I mean, they're trying to save everybody, right? The FBI's coming in and True. all that, and but it's not as exciting for some reason. It just it seems now. Okay, here's here's a take that someone brought up, and I, I won't take claim for this, but I think it was an incredible idea part of the problem was that there was no um hard and fast like uh problems to solve right like they one of the things that there was nothing to really put an emphasis on it that they said okay if um if you had to make the decision between save janet or save ghost right ava oh janet and well, no, I mean, not, I'm not saying make the choice, but I'm saying if, if, if Paul Rudd as, Aunt, as, as Scott Lang or our Hank had to make that decision, like, make the, like, you can only save one, right? Like, make that, like, and if, if you go to the fact that, like, they saved Janet, have, have Ghost actually die. I mean, make there a consequence for it. Make that a little, it would have had a little bit heavier, heavier tone than, you know, maybe what Steve was looking for. But they didn't have to make that that kind of decision, and they didn't have to have that kind of heavy take to it. So maybe that was part of it. And I, I agree with them a little bit. I mean, it would have it would have added a little bit more of a uh, an emphasis to to the decisions they had to make. Um, you know, they kind of they kind of hand waved, and she, Janet just comes out and touches her, and all of a sudden she's healed. it 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 really lost a lot now the other thing would have been a conversation too is like there's a lot of like well how do you know janet's even in there you know that that was that how did ghost and 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 uh uh bill foster even know that janet was alive that they were going to have to take her energy there was a lot of little things that are like you wouldn't have known that because we barely knew that she was alive there's a lot of yeah no, why didn't true. they just yeah. go, why didn't, why didn't Bill Foster get a hold? It could have been better. Like Steve was talking about a way to rewrite. This is why did not they call Bill Foster, get a hold of Hank and say, Hey, look, I know you know a lot about this. This is what I need to have. We need to get some, some of the, the powers from there, uh, to, to help Ava right. And have them as a team somehow work together and then have some kind of other thing in between it, have some issues. There There could have been a different story that was a little bit more, you know, uh thought out that that maybe met steve's uh requirements <laughs> as far as a a, a a more intelligent movie but you're right there there was just there was some holes in it as far as the story you know they didn't all add up they didn't all like why why is that even a case like they could have all just like hey except for except for um uh sunny birch he was the only one that like there's no way to make him happy because he's just a douche you know, right. he was going to try and keep the technology. And then someone brought that up and was like, well, if they know they needed that, how did they build the box exactly the right size to to buy this box from this other guy to put it in there? Like, why didn't they just build it? You know, just little things like that. It's like, yeah, that kind of makes sense. It's like, uh, you know, it, there's little things, but it all. Yeah, I mean. If yeah, you made a series, I mean, maybe you could have made it better that way, you know, right, answering all the and, questions.
2: You know, and it's like, I guess you're right, but I'm, I'm kind of glad in a way that they didn't try oh, to I,
3: I'm I wish totally to
0: glad that. they did. I wish like they I elevated it the, If they made it more of a caper, you know, had a little bit more fun with, with right, kind of these yeah. caper styles and you and you make the whole movie kind of this busy, you know, caper of, you know, the, you, I don't want to keep using that. All the right, word well, here we go. sounding funny. I don't no, know, no, but, no,
1: you're right, but, you're right. But You're right. The first one was a heist movie, right? The first yeah we talk about MCU, they all kind of have their own genre. They change uh-huh. up a lot, right? You know. This what the first one was a heist movie. Let's let's go with that again. Maybe that is a heist. Maybe maybe we go with that. Like Ghost and, and, and uh Bill Foster get a hold of Hank and, and Janet and they're like, Hey, we need to get in and steal this. You know, we want to work together and then, you know, maybe in the middle, they they double cross or something, you know, crazy like that. But make it another heist movie. Maybe that's maybe that's how you make this better.
2: I don't know. It's like as we're talking, I kind of think I'm reminded a friend of mine who's a musician used to say, and I don't know if he made this up. Probably not. But he's like, when you're uh, when you're a musician, he's like, you have your whole life to write your first album. And you have 18 months to write your second, (laughs) which is why so many second albums just Uh, pale in comparison. Yeah. So I think it might have been the same way. Like, you know, Ant-Man, the first one, they had, I mean, Edgar Wright was involved. They had, you know, like all of the history to, to go on. And then by the time the second one came along, it's like, all right, you have to incorporate this incorporate this incorporate this get ghost in there uh reference stuff that's going on in the rest of the mcu and by the way it has to be under two hours true you know you're right you're right so so, you know i'm i'm not excusing it i'm just saying that might be an explanation yeah you know
1: i see what you're saying no you're right you're right that that makes a lot of sense too um yeah I, I I had a thought and it left. I think I think I'm on the right. same uh, wavelength as Boa right now. Right. <laughs> so I
3: remember. I was, so I remember what was going to say before. Do you think that Janet is smarter
1: than Hank? Ooh. Well, okay. Mm. Based on what? Yeah. I mean, there, there's there's boxes. I mean, she's. The, the she find, reason is she, she was comes, able to
2: find a CVS in the quantum realm. So, you know, she's
1: <laughs> not a... <laughs> she, oh, wait, oh, okay. Wait, 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 no. <laughs> no, no, uh, no. I, I figured out what it was. Everybody asked, like, how she ate and where she got all of her stuff. She figured out a way to make those water bears, which are actually apparently uh, real creatures. Yep. Um, they, Microscopic they have creatures,
2: tardigrades. Yeah.
1: yeah, tardigrades. So she found a way to not only turn them into clothing and food, but she found a way to turn them into mascara and hairspray.
0: <laughs> she milked them yes
1: she milked nice. them oh she milked them there you go. Uh, no
3: good. the reason I think she's smarter is so she is in the quantum realm for 30 years right she comes out she takes over Scott kind of takes over his body or whatever takes control of him jumps on the computer comes with all the computation changes the program when they can't do it yeah on a whim like not on a whim just like Spinning on a dime fixes everything, and they're back on
1: track. Hank is thinking about this for how long? And she does yeah. it in minutes. Well, but Hank also has to think about of all the other stuff. He has to think about his daughter and making dinner and breaking breakfast <laughs> and all that. You know She's what's on to TV? Out how milk these little like, microscopic <laughs> creatures water bears to get makeup. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh no, you're right. I, I agree. You know what? You might be you might be on to something. She is probably smarter than him. Because not only does she know how to do all this stuff, but she knows how to keep him in check. Yeah. Yeah. Which is a woman's superpower right off the top. You know, they all women know how to keep their men in check. It just that's just you know, the superpower that guys just don't understand and yeah, we're never no gonna lie. have. There's
2: there's no lie there. <laughs> yeah,
1: exactly. <laughs> and they don't even need capes for it you know so um yeah i think you're right i think she might be smarter and and you know it it goes to uh, people other people i won't say they claim this they're like uh why does she stay with him and like you know everybody's like he's such an asshole and i go yeah but you know what he's not an asshole to her and she knows how to get and she and everything we've seen from him is after she's gone Maybe he wasn't right. such an asshole until she was gone, and that, yeah. that loss of part of his heart and his soul turned him to that asshole. You
3: yeah, know what maybe, I mean? Yeah.
2: Yeah. And, and, and,
3: and it's his failure that does it. Oh, for his sure. His failure for yeah. his suit to function properly causes his wife to go into the quantum realm. So um, <laughs> so the other – sorry, I don't know if we're done here, but the other question I had no. –
0: was your wife saying what? something about, about the, the Yeah, the she comments.
1: was coming in me she showed me her cape and I was no. like, Yeah, she's dead. <laughs>
3: <laughs> so the it, other thing I was talking to Need about yesterday was if
1: Ava's not blip, she's dead. Right? Um, that's a good question. Now um so there's been some some uh talking to the actress outside of uh the MCU and in other uh Media forms where they've asked her about, and she's like, I would totally come back. And, and there's mm-hmm. nothing in any of the movies or anything that shows that she died. Um, they don't say that she was blipped. Now, if she was blipped, it'd probably be better for her. Yeah. That's- uh, they also show that the fact that we don't know if uh, uh, Janet cured her completely, did she cure her enough that she now has con- she's no longer unstable? And she now has control of her powers. Baby.
2: I kind of, um, I kind of gathered that that's what Scott yeah. is going into the quantum realm to like get
1: figure away. Yeah.
3: Quantum, get
2: some, you know, quantum juice or whatever. He's... To give her to... the quantum
1: healing particles, they call them or
3: something. <laughs>
2: whatever.
1: whatever. Yeah. He was going to fill up a couple kegs. So she has them on tap, you yeah, know, exactly.
2: <laughs> right. And, and I kind of just I,
1: open this up and they'll float right in.
2: <laughs> yeah. I, I kind of gathered that was something like, I don't know if it would, Completely cure her eventually, but right. it would. But it was. So helping she's not, her she's not
0: listed in the cast for the new one that they're filming now, Quantum oh. But they're, they're
1: saying that she might show up again. Uh, there, there's a possibility. And they, have, they haven't shown that she's dead. And, and just like comics, even if you kill somebody, they can oh, come yeah. back. So oh, yeah. Well, especially uh, now
3: that there's time
0: travel. Fucking right. Right? <laughs> Damn comics. Bill Murray's, uh, so, Bill, Bill Murray's in the new one. Oh no! Really? You know, yeah, you know he's awesome. play, you know
1: you know he's playing himself. He's going to play himself absolutely.
0: as, as cast, a zombie,
3: <laughs> cast in an
0: undisclosed villain role, is what they say. Uh, so
1: oh, a
3: villain! Yeah, yeah. interesting. He's, I I can only think of one of the movies played a villain character,
1: in uh, Kingpin. Oh right, right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Such a good movie. Oh my God, Steve, that's got to be on the list, Kingpin. <laughs> There there's some there's some classic lines from that one there for sure. There are some classic lines. <laughs> we don't have a cow. <laughs> we have a bull. <laughs> uh okay. Um this is this is this is a great movie. Uh we talked about the rewatchability. You're right. It's it's not the best rewatchable compared to some like, you know, some of the other ones like Ant-Man one, Ragnarok. Uh this to me I... is Go ahead.
2: I was going to say if you have uh, ten-year-old in the house. Oh, for sure. It huh. was rewatched many, many times. Trust me. Uh, <laughs> so, so maybe you know it. It probably depends on your mindset. How? Well, okay. You know,
1: so I have so. I have a stack of movies that I I watch when I'm like sick and and being a big baby on uh, as a as an adult male tends to do when we're sick. <laughs> and uh, movies Again, such as
2: The Lie. <laughs> yeah. <exactly>. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: it's stuff like you know uh, The Incredibles. This is yeah. one that I could see, you know, if I was laying around just not feeling great. I didn't want to turn my brain on. Uh, I just wanted something on in the background that I could laugh at and enjoy. This could be it. Uh, Ant-Man 1 is, you know, talking about the MCU, there, there's Ragnarok. There's uh, the first Ant-Man. Guardians of the Galaxy is right in that 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 realm. Yeah. Um, it's almost like there's, there's, there's kind of three buckets that you could put uh, MCU movies in. There's... Pure comedy and laughability, right? And and that is like Guardians of the Galaxy one and two, the both of the Iron Man, Iron Man and Wasp, uh, um, Ragnarok, uh, those all kind of sit in that. Then you've got the super serious, which is like you know, ca- uh, well, and uh, Winter I'm sure Soldier. Thunder
3: is going to go into that bucket when it
1: comes out. Oh, for sure. That. Oh my yeah. God. That's probably gonna. That that may dethrone uh, Ragnarok as the best uh, Thor movie ever. I, I'm just okay. going off of some of the previews. Uh, I'm super excited. So here, here's my dilemma. Uh, I have my black belt test, which probably starts around 7 o'clock. Uh, oh, I will boy. be in Vegas for that. The first showing that day is 4 o'clock. So I'm like, uh, is it worth not getting my warm up in, uh, kind of pushing it a little bit you to can go. You could be
3: that dude in the back of the theater. Like, like just kind of, <laughs> of warm it up, like just doing some warm ups at the theater. <laughs> <laughs> is, there,
0: is there a late show like a like a 10 o'clock? There, there is. Yeah, there is. There's like 11 o'clock and I'm
1: like, OK, will I be able to you stay away? <laughs> <at that point? laughs> oh, dude, you don't know. It's like a two, three and a half hour test. Yeah. I, I'm i probably yes. going to be fucking exhausted. I mean, I don't know for sure, but I'm sure it's hard. Oh, I, I'm going off on of my first Black Belt test. I was so burnt after that. I was I was hurt, and so. Uh, but uh, I will be watching it the day after Friday. Somehow I'm gonna I'm gonna break away from the tournament and go watch oh, yeah. that. Uh, somehow, some way, uh, I'm gonna make that happen. But anyways, there, there there's there's the three buckets. There's the comedy. Then there's the kind of um, very serious. You know that we get in uh, game Infinity War. Uh, Winter Soldier. Winter Soldier. Uh, some of those, and then you got the just pure comic book, you know, the, the, the Iron Man one, I think is in there, you know, first Avengers, things like that. So, uh, you know, it all depends on what you're, what you're looking for that this has, this has a, a rewatch. I think got some
0: overlap in there. Cause I, 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 would think, Oh, there are two Thor Ragnarok well, would fit into the comic book realm and there's, there's, it does, but it's also, it's also a lot of comedy. Sure. sure. There's a lot of, that's what I mean there's overlap. Or, I don't know if I would put it in yeah. three buckets. Yeah.
1: Right, no, it's it's what's that what they call that, that Venn diagram where they got the yeah. overlapping circles? There's there's a lot of that for sure.
3: That's that like a uh final big episode, word. kind of a it's actually oh, no. a very oh. small word. I, <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: Damn.
0: Anyways, big concept,
3: uh,
1: small word. Yeah, yeah. Hey, that's me. Big stuff, little things. Um, I, I I was thinking about this earlier. We, this is the twentieth uh, MCU movie, and uh, we we got like four more, and then I think uh, we need to do just an episode where we come in with our lists from uh, oh. one to twenty-four or twenty-four to one, however we want to do. I I think uh, I think going from back to front and you know getting to our top five. Have, are you talking I have, about movies? I have a, just movies yeah movies movies only movies only fuck it'd be so hard
2: i think we need to uh i think we need to hammer this out in a group chat
1: there's well i no (laughs) no here's the thing is i think i think you guys you everyone comes up with their own list right and then we we uh we tally all those numbers and see you know like you know okay then you, you basically go, if, if it's number one, for you get one point, and then uh, lowest score becomes the highest, you know? Like if I have Thor Ragnarok as number one, and you guys all have it as a three, then it technically it's a number ten, right? But if that's the lowest number overall, then it becomes the best movie ever. Right. Just, so what you're saying you know? is, so <laughs> I, I think it's, so if I'm
3: understanding you right, what you're saying is, Thor Ragnarok in your realm would be 24 points, and in our realm it might
0: be one. yeah yeah
1: well it it would be the other way around it's it's the lower your score the better it's like golf
0: yep yeah exactly but it's so easy to kind of taint the 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 pool if we just like uh, i don't want ragnarok to be there so i'm going to put that as number number 20. if if you if you want to do that trustworthy
1: people
0: yeah no i mean if you
1: want to do that that's fine but i mean all all of our four or five fans are going to know you're full of shit but (laughs) i think it's fair dan Dan is going to call you out
3: Dan will call you out. That's right. I don't know that Dan's listening. To be honest, I he just will. know he wanted to be on the podcast. He will. Nice.
2: Yeah. He, oh, that he Dan.
3: That. Sorry. I'm thinking Dan that was on the Top Gun. Oh. 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 Well, I hope <laughs> no, he's listening. Neighbor, I mean, my neighbor he, yeah, Dan. Yeah. Your neighbor Dan. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Uh, but no, I mean, it's one of the things. I, I think it, it, it all comes down to our own preferences, and then we just kind of we, we'll have a. This is my list. This is your list, and then we'll have a yeah, yeah, yeah. a, a ad, an average. Sure. Because I I have a feeling that our top fives are going to be fairly similar. Yeah. You know. uh sure. You know, at least at least top eight will probably be majority of the same movies. Uh, yeah, we'll, top we'll see how, will probably how, how, be similar. Yeah, I think. Yeah. So. yeah. And I, I think that is kind of co- consistent with most people. You know, it'll be interesting to see what you know the 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 lower bracket is because that's where it really gets kind of all over the board yeah. because that's where where people's preferences really come into it.
3: Well, I mean, yeah, because I like you're you're
1: not a big dr strange fan correct so which is weird because i love the comics but the movies the movies just didn't do it for me yeah so it is what it it. is i get it yeah um all right well i i I think we've hit most of things on this um the only other thing i would like to just real quickly and i don't know how quickly this will end up but (laughs) be is uh um if there was one thing you could change about this uh, you know, and it, we don't have to go deep into elaboration. Like Steve was going to rewrite the whole script and give us a whole story on this. I, I know. Um, but if there was one thing that you could just change on this, what what do you think it would be? Wow. Let yeah. you go first. I want to give us some time to think. I'm sure you have something.
3: I, else. All right.
2: We're on. I'll, I'll... Okay, okay. Go okay, ahead, no. Nia. I was going to say. Um, I think. I, I don't know. I think I think having Birch and Ghost was oh, kind of hard. Too many. To, it was yeah. It's like you know. So concentrate
1: think, on one antagonist and 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 make it a deeper story maybe, with that one. Maybe. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's a good. That's and, a good call. I like.
2: Yeah. I it, although we'd have lost some of the stuff like the truth serum and yeah you know, and,
1: and. Well, maybe and, maybe they, maybe she had some henchmen. You know, that's maybe true. maybe you incorporate that's true. that with like her. A,
2: yeah, like his henchmen were hilarious. And there was also some moments like when they're shooting at Wasp in the restaurant. He's like, No, not the turn of the century champion. Yeah, exactly. That was good. <laughs> and then and then when he and then when they got the truth serum at the end and he's like uh he's like, Oh yeah, yeah I stole this. It's like and I have many, many health code violations at my restaurant It right. would really shock it, you.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna chime in here just because based on what what you said, Nina, I'm gonna I'm gonna turn it around though. I think I think that they could have added to the 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 heist, that the caper style, that kind of the the the, the fr- um, frantic pace by adding maybe even more villains and making them kind of maybe. play off each oh. other a little bit more like like you get them oh, to yeah. where they're they're fighting each other and 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 it uh, so it almost becomes like a like a choreographed dance on how they right. manipulate all these different villains doing different oh, like, things like a
2: like a hot potato heist
0: yeah just just have a little bit more yeah, fun okay. with it to give uh, it to, to give it yeah, more like, like, like Charlie's that. Angels too is like Charlie's Angels too is that, oh. oh. <laughs> is that what full throttle <laughs> yeah. I can't they,
3: they
1: could have been some of the antagonists, right? They're actually going up against Charlie's Angels, right? There I would have loved to see Drew Barry, Drew Barrymore in this,
3: right? Well, Steve, I would I would go with a similar thing. I would say uh, try and try and work in because Birch was kind of talking about having like associates or people, yeah. Like you don't like, know who I work who, for, right? It's like who are those people? Who are these people that want this like energy, quantum energy or whatever they're working on and all that, like incorporate them a little more like who is the big bad like Birch is just a middleman. yeah yeah so I you're think, right you're I right think, you're right so two other minor things I would have changed these are these are not big one I would have made I would have made ghosts costume outfit whatever you want to call it look less like Moon Knight because I was very confused I had to take a whole thing and be like is that Moon Knight do I, I haven't watched no, no, it no.
1: yet okay <laughs> so the costume
3: was comic accurate I'm sure I mean I'm not saying it wasn't but does Moon
2: Knight's? Yes.
3: Yes. So they're the same?
2: Very similar. No. They're very I mean,
3: they're similar. They're very similar.
2: They're both completely white, but I don't... and well, they both and kind of have the hood, hood, right? Yeah, and but... The,
1: she... And the face covering? But, and... but, but Moon Knight doesn't have six eyes, which I don't know why she needed the extra eyes. That's uh, the similar part. To, but... <laughs> to,
2: to keep her separate from Moon Knight, I guess. Yeah,
1: I, <laughs> yeah. I, I see what you're saying, but uh, technically I believe she came first, or he came first, or Ghost well, came okay. first. So, anyway, Moon so Moon Knight, awesome. Knight is the fucking he's the one that's yeah. uh, you know, capping on some some stuff. Right.
3: So and then the other right. thing is I just it just bugs me in movies when they're geographically inaccurate. Not just Marvel movies. It's like even rom-coms.
1: Like for most rom-coms yeah. Oh, Trump. Most rom-coms.
3: For Christmases, they're like, "Oh, we're going to the San Francisco Airport." And they're dropping yeah. north on the Golden Gate Bridge. I'm like, "Right, oh, you're driving through Richmond, you taking exactly. the long way? Like, what are you trying? What are you telling me?" Yeah,
1: well, Lombardi is like just backed up like crazy. I mean, you know, right. So it, we're going to go through Oakland, yeah, exactly. through Richmond, through Oakland, and then San Jose, and come around the long way. It, I it get was, you.
2: It was kind of fun because Claire was watching it with us, and uh-huh. and they were like calling out like intersections. Nice. it's like oh oh i'm a broadway and or whatever and laguna yeah. uh broadway and laguna Laguna. and she's like is that a real intersection and he's like oh yeah that's that's where it is that's where they yeah. are it's one of the <laughs> most
3: and and it's accurate where they are and it's one of the best views in the city right too. right yeah so anyway
1: yeah, no, it wasn't as bad as Shang-Chi where uh, their uh, chase down with the, the bus was uh, completely un- un- unimaginable. <laughs> yes. uh, could yes. never have happened the way it did. But yeah, no, I gotcha. you. Um, I'm kind of with Steve in this. Uh, I would have made this more of a heist movie um, and, and kind of pulling from Nina too. Like I would have probably pulled it into one antagonist and made it a heist. I like the hot potato idea. I think that's a, that's incredible. I, th- I think combining the, the, the kind of... Uh, you know, maybe even making Sony uh Sonny Birch uh an underling of ghost, right? You know, uh have have him as the intermediate oh. between her shit goes wild and then she has to step like Wasp is in there kicking his ass and she steps in and go, nah, nah, so that's that's my yeah. guy. I can't let you do that. You know? Uh, I think that would have been great. Um, the one other uh the one other thing is as I I would have um, pulled a little bit of, away from the quantum realm. And got a little bit more into just realist, you know, like I, I I think that was the harsh part about, I mean, I know they had to go and get Janet and stuff like that, but that to me was like almost the most boring part of it. I think all the, the actual stuff that happened outside of it was more important and fun. Like having Hank in the Quantum Realm and the ship and all that and like, yeah, yeah, I, I just, I kind of wish they would have just like, oh, we're going to open this up and then she can pop out. That would have been better than having him go yeah. down in there. Although I loved seeing the the water bears, I mean that was kind of cool because it's yeah. it's some real shit, and they're scary That's... as fuck. Because if that thing was real and the size oh. of an elephant, holy fuck, people would run like crazy from that. <laughs> yes. it's got that that that
2: uh, star mole kind of mouth.
1: Yep. like oh that nobody wants to fuck with that. You know, it's, again, it's...
2: Claire Claire thinks those are super cool. I got her uh. Oh free. hell yeah. I got a retarded grade Christmas ornament two years ago.
1: Nice. Oh, that's awesome. You, I was just thinking, it's, you know what would be like, really cool? It's like
2: blown glass. It's really gorgeous. Is
1: that no, I want to see Shang a 10-inch Chi? plushie. Huh? What's the thing from Shang-Chi? With... Oh, the, oh, the thing with, no, with with two butts and wings? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that thing is, but that's cool, too. Maybe no, it's related I to the water bears. I want to see a water bear plushie, like a 10-inch water bear plushie. That would I be bet, the coolest shit I ever. I bet they're
2: out there. They're, they're like one of those. They're like axolotls. <laughs> they're like axolotls in Norwals. Nerds love them. <laughs> yes,
1: <Yeah, laughs> I'm going on Amazon right after this. So. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, I think we've uh, we've we've all hit our, our points on this one. Uh, Ant Man and Wasp, another great MCU movie. I, I realistically, outside of uh, uh, Hulk, and there's still some great things in Hulk. There's not a bad MCU movie right yeah so um you know it it, it really holds up There's and still time got, well we've we've got four more and i know these four don't get into that realm of bad movies no. so it'd have to be after that and and so far all the other ones that have come out have been really good and we've yeah, got probably true. the best one coming up here really soon like we're talking less than a week now um so uh i'm Captain just Marvel, yeah. saying that yeah less than a week oh, oh yeah. love and thunder sorry love and thunder coming out <laughs> July just over 7. a week one okay eight days eight okay days all right (sighs) accurate (laughs) whatever well it depends on where you're at actually i mean it might be i mean if you're in new york right now it is seven days so i mean for you guys in east East, yeah yeah true i don't want to seven days here yeah see bo you're wrong for you it's seven days (laughs) well today it is (laughs) (laughs) anyhow uh I want to thank everybody for joining us. If you're still here with us, Uh, I really appreciate it that the fact that you listen, Uh, Dan, hopefully you're still listening. Uh, I think that's cool (laughs) that you got to meet. What's up, Dan. Uh, Oh, yeah. one of these days you may get a, uh, me and Steve which you know that'll just blow your mind I'm sure <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> we'll even bring we'll even bring the bourbon this time um, Nice. thanks for joining us for this one uh, Ant-Man and Wasp was fun to do I'm, I'm so glad we get to do this our next episodes uh, uh, me and Steve are going to get together next week we're going to cover the uh, first three episodes of uh, season three of the Orville nice. which uh, nice. going back to I want to watch it on the way home on the plane oh my god so good uh, this is like some of the first things we did. So these are like early yeah. episodes in our, our podcast. Some of the fun ones that I really enjoy from the beginning. So th- I'm looking forward to that. Uh, we'll be back in uh, three episodes for our uh, next Marvel, which will be Captain Marvel. Um, nice. uh, so that'll be a lot of fun. So join us in three weeks for that one. Uh, I don't know what's in between that yet. I think uh, there's a potential of uh, we talked about potentially Ted Lasso season two. Right, oh, so so that's a good possibility.
0: We, we all have um, a bunch of events going on too, because you're going to Vegas, yeah. I'm going to Hawaii. So we're trying to squ- figure out how to how to schedule Did these you. things. So the days might not quite sync up to to our normal yeah. Wednesday schedule. you're
2: back.
1: All right, hold on. I gotta be. I'll be
0: right back. <laughs> I tried to wrap before uh, his potty break. I know. <laughs> talk to you, Talk to yourselves. <laughs> I'll pause.
2: <laughs> but it, it's very cute.
0: All right, Noah's back definitely, from. Definitely from, he, recommended. He couldn't quite make it to the to the end of the podcast no, without a ballot. I tried, back, but uh, it... I
1: I tried. <laughs> these, these drinks went through me. Uh, I and I, I went and refilled in halfway through. So, uh, I think it's the energy drink. Uh, something about caffeine just likes to go through you. Um, <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah, so. Um, I forgot where we were, but uh, thanks for joining us again. Uh, Always rate, review, and uh, subscribe like Bo always says in the beginning. Um, That's right. right. (laughs) uh, Thanks for joining us. Uh, You guys got anything else to say uh, about this or anything else? Just hail Caesars. Hail Caesars. What does that mean? What
0: does that mean?